Good morning, lovely people. It is Wednesday, the 2nd of November. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And of course, you have amazing, amazing hosts with you every single day. Let's introduce ourselves. It's your boy, Big Marsh from the east side of the bridge. You know what it is. Fighting fit, ready to go. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it is your favorite shade queen, my own royalty. Mr. Rotations, Big Man Use. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, Melanin Jam-Packed. Love it. How is everybody doing this this nice Wednesday? Yeah. Good, man. Not all of you breathing in deep. What's going on? It's Wednesday, isn't it? It's like... Yeah. Wednesday's my favourite day of the week. I no think I've told way. you guys this what? before. I've, since school, mm. I've just always loved a Wednesday. So when I was in school in Nigeria, Wednesday was the day we had jollof rice for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and then my favorite subjects tend to be on Wednesdays too. Mm. All through my life, Wednesday's always been an easy day in my life. I don't know why, but when you said Wednesday, I just thought this is why you like August. Why? <laughs> you are. First of all, it's Eva's birthday in two days. Your birthday must be postponed. <laughs> Firstly, August is the best month anyway. First of all, Mom's like, why? Yeah, what the heck? I, I didn't see that from you, Iman. I'm, no, I'm joking. No, you're not joking. You meant that. I'm, I'm not in a great mood today. Oh, really? Why, why not? My barber messed me up, man. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Look over here. It looks nice, though. What do you mean? Nah, the shape up, man. Oh, did he take you back a little bit? Yeah, man. He tried to give me the Stormzy, the M. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On one side. No, it always looks. What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's not how your hair always looks. No, no, no. I didn't look at you and think, oh, your hair's lying fucked up. Oh, I that's fine like, then. That's good. No, it's not. This is how you always look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it looks bad to be fair. I just think you look right, fresh. Good. It just looks nice. Right, that's all right. And also, your hair kind of blends in with your skin, so it's hard to notice. Okay. Are you allowed to say that? Hey, man, you're just jump black. He's better than jump black. This is mantra. Is it melanin in hair? Follicles? Yeah, of course. Okay, if you're, you know, if you're no, fine, but what I mean is, yeah, I'm not gonna take See the edges here, mm. yeah, it's faded in, like you, you can't see that it's been taken back. That makes sense, okay? I get yeah, yeah, I get you saying, what are you looking at me <laughs> <that> for? <laughs> I don't think that's an insult. I don't, I'm not offended, okay? That's good. Do you think, as he, long as do you think, he, do you think he shies away from being from being dark skin? He embraces no, you. I know he doesn't, but I just wouldn't want you say I walked in, yeah, I wouldn't want you guys to be like, oh, because. You're dark and your hair is black. I didn't know it was locked. Yeah, I was saying it to you though. <laughs> e man can take that kind of comment. You know yeah, I'm quick to show you some time. Pinch of salt, you know what I mean? It's a hostile environment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Marks, how are you feeling today? I'm good, man. Why I asked people to, to pray for you yesterday. Because you weren't feeling well. Oh, thank I didn't, you. I didn't give your secrets away. Even though between us in this room, we yeah, know we're I'm not going to say what it is, but how did you get that? How did you. Get sick get like that in this environment. Because <laughs> I assumed you went out, but no. you wasn't. You was here. I was working. How did you get sick like that from working here? I was like that before I got here. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. I thought you started here and then finished here. And... No, I told you I left. I had a long shoot that day. I was filming in it, so I had a double filthy. So I went to filthy. Yeah. And I think it's the, um. I don't think it was um. I think it was something I ate. Oh, okay. Mm. okay. Mm. I thought so. From what he said, I thought, how can how can that be? I didn't. I don't think so. What does he think? I I think you know what I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I try to keep secrets up in here. Don't don't do this. Don't draw attention to it. <laughs> I was in a bad way though, man. Yeah, you was like, damn bad. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't gonna work. You're feeling good today? 
Yeah, yeah, I didn't believe my house yesterday. Thank you, man. I didn't believe my house yesterday. You're just recouping, you get me? Yeah. Back, ready for the world. Go and make one up. That's it. Love it. I absolutely love it. Before we carry on with the show, before we get into the show, actually, like the video, guys. Comment. Um, you can also call in. We've got a very, very interesting topic of the day today. And I know you guys, you'll be having anything to say anyway. So we love that. And we love that about you. But the topic of the day, I reckon you really, really want to get um, involved with this one. So make sure you call in. And so we ready to go, guys. Let's do it. Let's get into our first headline. So the former health secretary, Matt Hancock, has been suspended as a conservative MP after joining the cast of I Am a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. <laughs> Mr. Hancock will swap representing his constituents at Westminster for eating bugs in the jungle. But Tory, <laughs> but Tory party managers have taken a dim view of the West Suffolk MP's decision to take part in a reality TV show whilst Parliament is sitting. The Tory chief whip said it was serious enough to warrant a suspension. Simon Hart, who is in charge of the Tory MP discipline, said he had taken the decision after speaking to Mr Hancock. Andy Drummond, who's the deputy chairman of the West Suffolk Conservative Association, said he was looking forward to seeing Mr Hancock eating a kangaroo's penis. Wow, okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the campaign group COVID-19 Bereaved Families for Justice called Mr Hancock's decision sickening and called for ITV to drop him from the programme. The group tweeted, Mr. Hancock isn't a celebrity. He's the former health secretary who oversaw the UK having one of the highest death tolls in the world from COVID-19 whilst breaking his own lockdown rules. Rishi Sunak's official spokesman said the PM believes that at a challenging time for the country's MPs, uh, MPs should be working hard for their constituents, whether that is in the House or in their constituency. And for those unaware, when MPs have the whip suspended, they're kicked out of the party within Parliament, but they can... They do remain as an MP and continue to be paid. So Conservative MP uh, Tim Loughton said Mr Hancock had been an absolute prat and losing the Tory whip was the least he deserves. He said, I'm completely disappointed and disgusted that he's put himself and his so-called celebrity career ahead of serving his constituents. We got my Hancock, man. you got to enjoy life. This life is for the living. Did you, did you mention him yesterday on your report? No, he wasn't on there. No. Oh, he joined after? Yeah. So, oh. I think, so when I saw it online, I thought, ooh, I thought it was a rumour. Mm. And then, well, we're talking about NTD, we don't talk about rumours on here, so That's it's right. true. Yeah, he's just trying to rebrand, isn't it? Mm. So basically, he's on annual leave then. So he's basically on, um, no, he's on, yeah, he's on leave. Because if he's going to get paid, yeah. no, but he's down he's away. Because he's still an MP, I think, is it, what does it do that like, make you like independent or something like this? I swear he's like kicked out of the party, but he's still an MP yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, so, so, so he's still going to get paid while he's in the jungle eating penises. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, That's a, it sounds like a good, it's a good deal. Do you think it's going to work though or is it going to backfire on him? I think it'll work, you know. Because I'm guessing he work. wants to, like, change the yeah, public sentiment towards mm -hmm. him and the image and that and probably, like, craft that a career mm -hmm. for him in TV in some mm -hmm. way, shape or form. But for him to do that, it's got to work. Yeah. I think yeah. he's going to come out to a podcast. A podcast deal. Maybe. I think so. I think it's going to work. I think he's really rebranding mm -hmm. and he's actually going to be like a peers. Yeah. Because if, if you've got that politics background and now you're in a celebrity life... Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then like, you're, on him... Yeah. The mm. on him, COVID and all that. That was all yeah, him. Yeah, how many is that? <laughs> <laughs> but is he an MP who's known for his um, personality? No. No, we just know he grabs the ash. Okay. Oh, he's the one who was in? Yeah. Oh, him? Yeah. Yeah, he cheated in it, innit? Had yeah. an affair. Oh, okay. Mm. Messed up COVID. Okay. Broke his lockdown rules. Mm. He's outside. That's true, actually, yeah, because... <laughs> fully. Cause, he's fully outside. He's a city boy. Because remember, they, were, they weren't even allowed to lips around them times. 
Yeah. That's one of the things as well, because mm. that's how, yeah, he broke the, that guideline as well. Yeah. And to be With fair, even, be, even, even before, even before lockdown, like adultery has always been kind of unsavory. Unsavory. No, I hear what you're saying. Like, uh, it's all I'd ever hear you say. I didn't think I'd hear you say that. So, okay. <laughs> Love it. Off, a, a very off-brand comment there. Just very off-brand comment. I'm, I think you were a reset when you went for you went for yesterday. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Something came right. <laughs> also, me, all three of us were in green. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, you didn't get the memo. You had to come in red. I was in the barbershop. The true Nigerian. <laughs> in the barbershop this morning? No, no, no. Yes. Oh, well, that was an early appointment, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, wonder, no wonder he fucked you up. He was, he was half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I should have known better, you know. I, I walked in, yeah. And like no one was there, and I see him surrounded like bare, like surrounded with, with like bare bank statements. Ah, bare he bank was, statements. His taxis. He was stressed. Was, he, was, he was stressed out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, his head was in the wrong place, man. Yeah, and I think normally just come in. If I'm the only one there, obviously straight to the chair. Yeah, I was waiting for ten minutes. So he was there doing stuff, and I think yeah, he took out his aggression on you or on your head. How can the first thing be shape up? Oh, shape up first. First thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is an egregious crime. No way! First thing, first. Yeah, his thing. head was gone, scrambled. No I'm one, no, you. not one barber ever in my life had done a shape up first. First. <laughs> Sorry, did you did you say anything about this? Yeah, of course. What After, did you say? Yeah, good. You know the thing is, yeah, you don't know it's funny, but you notice where the thing is going. If you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, you, you, clip, feel, you, you feel, feel it. it. Yeah, yeah. This don't feel right. This is no, a but, bit, a did, he, did he have you spun around? You like you wasn't facing forward. Yeah, did you know it's like I'm kind of to the side and he blocks the mirror. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, I think yeah. you would know if you're facing the mirror, you would know that yeah, you're going exactly. for the shape up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, sometimes I, I have had a couple barbers here yeah, that kind of start with shape up. You know, I've never had that before yeah. in my life. It sounds like a red flag to me. Why? Why? Like these big grown men, like brave enough to talk to barbers when they know full well they're doing something different. No, but that's that's the thing you don't fully know, innit? Because yeah, sometimes I, I would know. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because some some barbers do it in in particular ways, isn't it? Like him, I kind of trust him in it, and like he's done it before, where it's like straight away, just like in the third thing. So I was thinking everything should work out, you know mm. what I'm saying? But then, yeah, when I started to feel that this guy was going like proper Easter of it, <laughs> then I thought, nah, is it the same one that you had since primary school? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Is this a new barber you're not really familiar with? I've been with him for like I'd say a couple years now. Yeah, about two, three years. So what made you change to him in the first place? Um, yeah, um, my, my all right, so the bar before him, timing was the issue, man. Yeah, so like, yeah, you just go there. Because the thing is, all my barbers previously, yeah, wasn't one of those appointment things. You know, nowadays you've got appointments yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. No yeah, barber I've yeah, ever had was an appointment, just walk in. So I'd walk in and all the time just be disappointed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I thought, nah, you know, let me just. What, what nationality is your barber? Nigeria. Yes, sir. Um, Jamaican. Yeah, the one before was Jamaican. Yeah, it's cool. I think I think all my barbers have all all all, all be Caribbean, you know. I don't think I have, I've had Nigerian barber before. Yeah, we had to go a long way to break down um, <laughs> the stereotypes. <laughs> the stereotypes, yeah, because there was a point when I, I'm not letting African man touch me. That's mm. crazy. That my barber's Jamaican, one of these Caribbean, you just got to hold me down. You mean you mean, <laughs> you mean uh, African guy who was born here or was born in Africa, like fashion? Where was he born? He's nah, he probably wouldn't. Because if I was a barber, I'm I'm born and bred here. Would you trust me? Or you know what I mean, but then you'd be just like a English. They're usually older. Yeah, no, men well, and yeah. What and I mean is, you mean you mean a freshie. 
Kind of-ish, yeah. like, yeah. It's, it's like freshly in the first Uncle-ish, uncle-ish. Or is it still cool? Okay, uncle then, let's use uncle. uncle. Yeah, it's yeah. uncle. Uncle. Freshly, because no, it's outdated. It depends on the person. <laughs> it's outdated, isn't it? Yeah. No, but I'm saying, but then Bob that changed, worse. Bob. Yeah. No, Bob but then, then that changed, though, mm. if that makes sense. Then it was kind of calm. You can get the African man can me, like, yeah. yeah. It, it kind of changed, it kind of balanced out, yeah. you get me? It was all right. Oh, okay. Before, it was, like, egregious to go to. <laughs> 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 That's kind of true, though, you know, because all is my bar was, prior to this guy, everybody was being Jamaican. I know, but is there a narrative that African barbers are shit or something? Because I haven't heard that narrative. I've not heard it, but if every barber is Jamaican, then... Yeah, but that might mean because that's an area that Caribbeans have interest in. That's why they're barbers. Not Can because... I ask a stupid maybe, question? Maybe, maybe. I want to ask a stupid question. In Nigeria, in Ghana... Okay. Have I, start, have I started wrong? <laughs> no, go on. Yeah, but the question is, are the trims good though? No, as in... Did they cut hair there? Since, no, since I've been in this country, right? It's yeah. Brent. I've only known West Indian barbers. Okay. Because I know in the West Indies, mm. we care about that type of stuff. So you're implying... I'm asking if traditionally... Yeah. In... <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know. I'm not from Nigeria. That's, uh, all, all these disclaimers. Okay, I dropped the question. Do Nigerians <laughs> have trims or what? Do they care about their heads? No, not no. Because obviously time has gone by. Okay, but back, okay, in okay. back in the day. Get me? Back in the day. Did they care about that? Yeah, of course. I, right, okay. I'm gonna ask my dad. I'm not sure because no, I, I wasn't around back then. Because I remember <laughs> when my uncles and stuff used to get trims. Yeah, but where did they get it in Nigeria? The barber shops. Yeah, in, well, when, if they were in Nigeria, Nigeria I'm yes. sure they got it in Nigeria. No, I didn't know where her uncles. I'm not oh. No, no. So no, I'm saying when I lived in Nigeria, mm. the guys did get trims. Like they would come with like nice trims. Yeah. Oh, Even so in school and stuff, you had to be. It was part. It was part of the culture, man. Part of the culture. We used to have like the posters with like ludicrous and all them people. Outside the shop. Ah, okay. <laughs> cool, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, so it was Americanization. Yeah, Westernization, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, that was shade, wasn't it? <laughs> but no, the barbers is fun. I used to enjoy going to the barbers because some women feel intimidated going to the barbers, but mm. I thought it was a nice. It was a nice trip. I like being the only girl in there. My barber was very cute as well. I fancied him. <laughs> We got Reese wherever he is. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real girl moment, man. <laughs> I wanted to join in the conversation. I can't join with the sports. I'm about to join with the, ha- the haircuts. We got Reese wherever he is. <laughs> All right. So second headline. That's that's a slogan for a tea. What? <laughs> Big up Reese. That's your merch. What? Big up Reese. Reese wherever <laughs> he is. <laughs> Close. I know right. exactly where that man is, but sorry. <laughs> Out of that prison. No, don't God forbid, imagine. So how would you know? Asking questions. Sorry. I read the headlines, please. So Richard Sunak has said that the UK is a compassionate country after the Home Secretary was criticized for saying Southern England was facing an invasion of illegal migrants. Suella Braverman was accused of using inflammatory language by refugee charities and opposition parties. But some Tory MPs and ex-leader of UKIP said she was right to speak out. Down the street did not comment on whether the Prime Minister would also describe the situation as an invasion. But Mr Sunak's official spokesman said the Home Secretary was seeking to express the sheer scale of the challenge that faces the country, with people, including the significant proportion of economic migrants, seeking to make this journey. Ministers are under pressure to tackle the growing numbers crossing the channel in small boats. Ms Braverman has been criticised for overcrowding at the Manston Migrant Processing Centre in Kent, which has reportedly led to outbreaks of disease and violence. The Prime Minister's official spokesman said Richie Sunak told his cabinet at a meeting on Tuesday that the UK would always be a compassionate and welcoming country. 
Is the UK a compassionate country? No. No? Compassionate about what? They're letting people in. They're not letting people in. They're trying to get them to Rwanda. The people are getting in mm. and they're trying to remove them. Yeah, but those are illegals, isn't it? Yes, they still got a certain allotment for people mm. who... Yeah, they have, they have compassion to a degree. To say they have no compassion would be... Uh, I think something. they have... Comp- yeah, okay, okay, yeah. That's yeah. Actually, yeah. To say they don't have any compassion would be... A little bit harsh. Harsh. Mm. But I think the compassion is very capped. Mm. It, it's, it's, it's very... Yeah, it just depends, man. Cool. Compassion more towards a cat and a dog than they are human beings, but... Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the compassion is a bit. Uh, yeah, it's just a bit displaced. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean, yeah, but, yeah. true. But yeah, that's the end yeah. of the headlines. All right, we've got an interesting topic of the day, so let's get into it. Topic of the day. It might be a bit of a heavy one. Um, definitely, probably an introspective one. But the question is. At what point do we, as black people, take accountability and blame ourselves? This is too much. So obviously we heard about Offset. Um, offset? Sorry, Takeoff, sorry. Pardon me, sorry. Takeoff um, passing away yesterday. Yeah. Um, and obviously we're kind of just seeing that this is a pattern. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of black men dying bef- way before their time and bear them are rappers as well, right? Mm. Are we to blame? Or is this still the white man? I'll start there. <laughs> I've never blamed, you know, rapper deaths on the white man. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah, no. Yeah. I, 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 I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if, you're, if you, you know, keep unraveling the veil and mm. keep going back and back and back and back and back, you know, all our problems and where they stem from, then cool. But if you just look at it as an isolated incident between, you know, people, then I'm not mm. blaming them. You know what I mean? But if, if we're to really dig deep... Mm-hmm root causes and origins and nucleus of things and cool. But, mm. you know what I mean? So, I, I guess, kind of touching on that, yeah, yeah, what do you think holds more weight? As in? Yeah, out of the, the root cause, if we go backwards and, yeah. and kind of um, investigate that. Yeah. Or today, how we behave and how we see things. What would you, you know, put to... Yeah, I would put more, more weight on today and how we see things and how we act and as adults and the decisions we make, the choices we make and mm. these things is senseless, senseless violence, man. I'm not going to, mm. I'm not going to start blaming the white man mm. for, 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 for uh, take off death. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm going to blame the, the shooter and the people in and around. You know what I mean? Okay. What about you guys? I, okay. So I kind of feel like, like I've said it before, how I feel like with black people that there's certain things where they've been set up. That there's just like black, it just seems as if like there's, Black people basically set up for kind of failure, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to like crimes in America, for example, it just appears like the black men are either like in jail or mm. being killed. Of course, there's other stats or whatever, but that seems to be like a, like a that's just the, the thing over there. Mm. I wouldn't necessarily say it's blaming the white man solely, mm. but I do think there is. I do think that, you know, in terms of government and powers that be and stuff, I don't just believe it's just black people doing things to themselves. I don't just believe it's just, it's nothing. I don't believe it's, it's nothing. Mm. I don't believe that there's, I feel like there's more to it. And I feel like the powers that be don't, I just think, I just think there's, there's just more 
to all that all that kind of situation. Yeah, I think if you break it down, for example, um, gun laws yeah. mm-hmm. in America, that's legislated by white people. So if mm-hmm. you look at that and say, okay, cool, this crime was the um, yeah. weapon was a gun. Why, why, why was he carrying a gun? Gun laws in the state. So yeah, that, it, like, this a, it this is this a, um, a black issue or an American issue? Do you, uh, maybe a bit of both. I mean, just the day before, we saw the guy in Brixton, Brixton rapper, mm-hmm. got killed as well. But that's yeah, it. I think right. here we have a different. Obviously, that was a shooting. But mm-hmm. here, like, I would liken like the way we like we talk about gun violence in America. I would liken that to knife crime in, okay, yeah, in the UK. Yeah. Do you get me? But I think as well, it's yes, powers of be whatever. But I, I, from stuff I've heard and things I've heard people talk about, and even like people who make it out of the hood, mm-hmm. when they talk about what they where they've come from is like, it's like there's not m- much investment in these areas. So essentially, they're kind of doomed to fail. They don't invest in their schools. They don't invest in in just things in itself. Even like just having like police presence there as well. Mm. They don't invest in these areas because it's not really seen as worth investing in. And these areas tend to be, again, because obviously I'm black, I will relate more to black, but mm. tend to be black. I'm sure Latinas and stuff, they have their own stories as well. Mm. But they tend to be like deprived, poor areas. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say like it's not, I don't just think it's just things that black people are doing to themselves. Mm. I believe. Yeah, there's one more thing. There's, more to it. There's, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of variables, right? But at what point do we start taking accountability for ourselves and our own, our own actions? Is it always pointing the finger? Mm. And obviously, every situation is different in it, so it depends yeah. on what's happened. But when do we say, you know what? Take accountability. We done this. It wasn't. You know what I mean, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. No one forced you to carry a gun. Yeah. No one forced you to to shoot a man over a petulant. Mm. Little argument, you know what I mean? No one asked you to pull that trigger in it. Mm. So, but then you know what? At is, what I point think, you take accountability? I think when I think you it know better, what, you... Your, what level your arguments on? Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. Like who, like who you're having the argument with? You're yeah. trying to say like mm. if it's on, if it's on ground level, mm. then yeah, you have to have it with the people that are responsible mm. for for what they're doing yeah. and mm. for and for what they got, for what got done and whatever, whatever. That's the people mm. in the community, the people yeah. that's going on time on that level. I think if you're taking a fight somewhere bigger. And it's with officials or government or whatever. Then it's then you can't ignore the the, the cause and 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 the, and the roots mm. of the problem. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? That like? mm. so, I think it depends on what level you're taking your argument to. Because you know, mm. even with people doing better and like taking mm. accountability, I think is if life isn't if you're in struggle, yeah, it's difficult for you to like you stepping out of that is. You're like an anomaly. Yeah. You give me you're an anomaly to come from a, a, a poverty, like to come from a poor, a poor background where there's a lot of crime with you um, around you. Everyone's taking part in crime. You can't afford this, and the only way is that like, to to rob and steal and whatever it is. Mm. For you to be able to take yourself out of them, and be like, oh, do you know what I did? That I just think the con- the conditions that they face and make like yeah, I think sometimes the condition that people face mm. is is higher and stronger than you simply just taking accountability. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Like, it's difficult for a person to just be like, do you know what? I did that. Because really and truly, the circumstances that led that person to do that can't be ignored. Mm-hmm. Are you, okay, what are you talking about in particular? So for example, in this case, are you talking about the shooter? Like he can't take accountability and he has to look at, oh, why did I do this? Is it because of systematic racism and oppression and the plan? So, you know what I mean, he, he has to take accountability for what he done. He, he can't now point a finger at the white man to the reason why he shot the gun. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he has to, he has yeah, to take onus. I'm thinking about him even getting into the 
the place where this is his mindset, where he does react that way, mm-hmm. where he does shoot. Like where we're having a gun, we're having an argument with someone. The easiest way you see a resolution for that is to shoot. Mm. Do you get what I mean? I don't know if yeah, I'm no, no, making no. sense. I get what you mean, but the judge ain't gonna look at it, look at it that way. Of course not. But again, and, even those systems are not in place yeah. to and, help them. And QC and Quavo and they ain't gonna look at it that way. They ain't gonna be like, oh, you know what? He only shot him because of programming and the plight of black people. Do you They're know what's not, mad? Actually, that's not their mindset. I was gonna get into him word on road, but mm. the person that one of the people that actually one of the bullets that hit him was actually from people that was with him. Mm. Yeah, it, it was, was meant to. Yeah. It was meant to hit the other people that were arguing. Do you know what I mean? So even with that, if so say Takeoff didn't die yeah. and that bullet did hit the other side as they as intended, yeah, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be having that conversation about oh like. Do you mean they wouldn't be having a conversation of, of of compassion? Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So even with that, it's a problem yeah. that people see re- like conflict resolution mm. as killing a person. Yeah. Like, do, do you know how wild it is? Like, everyone's taking got one life, right? Mm. On Earth, we've got one life on Earth, right? How, like, what? How can your mind be shaped for you to want to literally silence a person forever? Mm. You don't. You don't care about anything. Do you get what I mean? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, these things is. Is just deeper than a person being born that way. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of circumstances, and a lot of it's a lot of circumstances that's contributed to them being that way. No, some I, people I, are I, like that. I hear you, but are you are you giving them grace? So if someone, for example, killed your family member in a senseless act of violence, I'm not giving them that grace. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm not thinking about the reasons why they done this because of the plight of black people and this. I'm not thinking about that. You mm. killed my family member. That's It stops there for me. Mm. I'm not thinking about the deep, the deep rooted reasons why as blacks we are here. No, my family member just got shot mm. for no reason. That's it. Yeah, but then that's in a personal situation. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about it in relation to the, to the um, topic. Because usually like you can't, I don't know what I would say. Mm-hmm. I would hope that when, even when that happens to me, because I, I don't want to live with anger and live with mm-hmm. that. Do you get what I mean? Because when I hear cases where someone's family has been shot mm. or someone's, some, someone's family has been killed mm-hmm. and the person forgives them, I'm always like, wow, that is a different level, level of, of yeah, yeah. everything. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So I wouldn't speak to that. And I think, and of course, like if something did happen to me like that, I wouldn't be thinking about the wider society. Yeah, like yeah. That is not going to be my focus in that time. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is in terms of this conversation mm-hmm. about whether we do this to ourselves yeah. or whether there's other other things that have played a part to that. I mean, like I, I personally, I, I definitely agree. I think environment definitely has a big influence, man, because obviously at a certain age, because of your environment and stuff, like yeah. you're going to see the world in a particular way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like um, I, at a certain age, I, di- I didn't see the world past anything I saw in my estate. Mm. That was mm. it. I just thought everything I see here, what certain guys are doing, that's the only route. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Until you hear or see certain things, you go to maybe a school at ends, interact with certain people. You know what I'm saying? So I understand the environmental um, kind of influence and stuff. But to kind of take it away from like how the environment kind of influences us mm. and kind of make it more about the music, right? Because we're talking about rappers here yeah. and just rappers just dying all yeah. the time, right? Is the music contributing? No nah, man, that's bullshit, man. No, that's why we're gonna go the, through the whole entertainment industry as well. <laughs> like everything, like films, all this stuff, computer yeah. games. Are you gonna mm. do all that? Yeah, for me, for, for me personally, I don't, I don't follow the music, music contribution. I think, art, I, I think, art, I think, um, art imitates life. That's what people say. Mm. So if these people wasn't living 
how they was living, yeah, they yeah. wouldn't have anything to talk yeah, about. And I'm not saying it. it doesn't. I'm not saying it can't influence people, but it's more influencing. I think there's more chance of it influencing people who ain't from that lifestyle. Yeah, that's true. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's got more chance of influencing people from the suburbs mm-hmm. of people wanting to try and get involved mm-hmm. in that stuff because it's glorifying it and glamorizing it. You know what I'm trying to say? It's not making people in that situation any more mm-hmm. worse. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, the music's not making them worse. Like, this, I, don't, I, I don't think so because it's like, it's just music. You mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to say? Like, you turn the music off, you didn't play the music off. They go outside, they still got ups. Yeah. Do you know what I think? I was just going to say, do you feel like the music... Even though it don't make us, for example, um, want to do certain things, like if you're living that life, right? Do you think it makes you want to remain in it, though? You know what I'm saying? Because if you're if you're kind of that's your that's your narrative of your music, right? That's the message you're putting out there. You do this and do that, right? Do you feel like okay, you kind of have to have the same type of friendship groups? Well, if you're making the music, yeah. If you're making the music, yeah. I think if you're making, yeah. I think if you're making street music, you're gonna want to stay in the streets. Mm. Like it authenticates. Exactly. It authenticates Oops. everything that you're doing. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Can hear. How are you guys? We're good, thank you. How are you? Thank Sorry, you. we didn't hear the first part. What did you say? I said I, I didn't hear. I had the, the TV on, but I was also listening to the call, so I didn't hear. Sorry if there was an echo. Oh, I just wanted to. Yeah, I am. Recording oh, live from Los Angeles. Oh, love How are you guys? How are you, hon? Good, thank you. Good. I try to watch when I can. Now this time difference is throwing off my sleep schedule. You guys, it's one. It's one a.m. when you guys start versus twelve. How it usually is. I know you're a real one. Nonetheless, <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, um, I want to jump in about. Somebody said something about how music doesn't play an influence in basically the state of all this stuff that's happening, and I think mm-hmm. that we should really evaluate that conversation because. At the end of the day, nobody's saying that music is saying go out there and kill people. But as Black people, we have to think about how our culture impacts the lifestyle people aspire to have. And yes, people might be rapping about what's real to them. But you have to understand that other people, the way the way it's glorified and the ego that comes with the lifestyle that people are proud of in the music is what's making people also aspire for that. Like the other day, I was I was I was walking past and I saw my neighbors and they were taking pictures like for Halloween, but it was like a a costume. And I guess they they had guns with the costume. I'm like, why is this even normalized? Like Mm. it's because in music, people are so proud to be like, oh, I shot up this, I shot up that. And that might be your life. But to other people who's not their life, when you talk about those things in a proud way, it's like I should aspire to have that too. When it comes to like dealing with issues and conflict resolution and people are proud to be like, yeah, you know what, you know, cross me the wrong way, I'll deal with you. Like people think that's how you're supposed to deal with shit in real life. Mm-hmm. We just have to hold ourselves accountable to the fact that that's the that type of shit that we put in the media, that's the type of shit we put in music. And we can't inherently expect people to act differently and be like, yeah, this is music, but in real life we act X, Y, Z. No. The rappers that people glorify are often gang-related. People think that's real life. No. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know, be for real. Like, we have to just hold ourselves a little bit more accountable for the type of stuff we put out there and the type of, the type of ways that we talk about it, even if it's not meant to advertise in a way that you should do it. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, so I, do you think it contributes to like, do you think people are doing like more gangbanging and stuff because of the music? I don't think people are doing more. I think they're doing it more proudly. Like, it's, mm. it's almost like a badge of honor type thing. Like, 
I, I don't know. It, it's a weird complex, but I also think that it's not just, it's a combination about of how it's glorified in the black community community while also dealing with like the different state laws that like go into play. We have to think about where offset shooting took place. This is Houston, Texas. Mm. Texas is an open carry state. Yeah. That's one of the states where it's they're very loud and proud about about their guns. It, it's a very white rooted issue because it's like a oh protect yourself type vibe. But like in general, it makes people more 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 gun happy. Mm. Where it's like, you know what? offend me again i'll deal with you but that's the type of stuff that we put out there where it's like you know what it's almost like a kill or get killed mm. how do we then deal with that complex well if it's if that's a if that's a reality for them how do they deal with it like if like if it if it really is kill or be killed for some people then yeah, when your survival instincts like instinct kicks in now like, what do you what do you what do you want to do like, what do you do Sorry? I said, if it really is kill or be killed, I'm saying you're saying the attitude and that mentality is not good and, and, and whatever, yeah, but I'm saying if that's their reality, though, like, if it really is when someone walks out their door, that is really their reality. Like, they got to stay what, you get me? Yeah, if Because if, if, if they ain't on point or got a certain amount of, they're going to be killed, then how do you deal with that? How does you change that in them? What do you want them to do? I think it's a, it's a, it's one of those things that it, it's, it's hard to tell someone not to protect themselves, but also... I think the way that the media can go about just being better about influencing is just like making sure that we're being intentional about what we post. So I read something where somebody was like, you never saw Takeoff rapping too tough about street shit because he knew what type of influence that would have over people. Same concept here. There are rappers who make sure they're intentional about the type of lyrics they use, the type of things that they talk about, the type of things they discuss. I feel like it was a UK rapper I was watching on a podcast who was talking about how he it's, it's foreign for him to even talk about like, oh, you're not going to hear me say, oh, I knife X, Y, Z. Like, what is that? Like, there are people listening to my music and I'm not going to, even though that may be my life, I'm not going to use my platform to advertise that. I think starting there and making it like a, a cool thing for these influencers, people of music, people in music to like make sure they're being intentional about their platform and like make sure they're putting things out that it's like, you know what, this might be my life, but it's not yours. I think that will be a better, a better way to start. Yeah. It may not fix the problem entirely, but it's a start. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I think a lot of people, not everybody knows that music is just like some, it, it might just be music. Some people take that, that as, some people just, some people just take that as that's your lifestyle. Like that's what, that's what's happening. And some people want to emulate that. But I do agree in that I think it does make it, it may not make people do it more, but it does kind of, it ha- it does glorify it, yeah, I believe. And yeah. I think also, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, I think it definitely does glorify. And I think also some people, it just, um, crap, I forgot my point. I forgot the point. The only thing I don't like when people say that, because I think like it's just, a, it's just, it's just, just not just bad evidence man it's not a good argument when people start talking about the music because then they start thinking like then you start attacking the music and moving like if you're going to change the music or change what these can do or change things then it's going to have any impact on the reality of the world but yeah. that's not true you know what I'm trying to say like it yeah. has to start in the communities and yeah. in real world you know what I'm trying to say like if you change people's mm. situations mm-hmm. Then we're gonna get a change in the music. You get what I'm trying yeah. to say? It's not like oh, just attack the music, just go for the rappers, yeah. just ban drill music, just boom, boom. That's not gonna do nothing. Yeah. You're just gonna stop them from being able it's to not- promote it. And it's okay, cool. They can't glorify it as much, but it's it's not gonna change no one's life at all. 
Yeah. So that's that's the only reason why I don't like it because when people do that, they move like music's the problem and it's yeah. the issue. And I mean, not the issue, but it's the it's the mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's you not know because, what I'm saying because even without the music, the violence and the crime still exists. Still exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. So the yeah. music, the music just comes from it. Mm-hmm. It's not the other way around, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, it does. I, I I just think that. that yeah, I agree with you. Don't get me wrong, completely. But we also have to sometimes when we t- when we think about it like that. I think unintentionally we minimize how much music the role music mm-hmm. plays in you know, the overall culture. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's one thing if it was just lyrics, but like okay, you take the song now. Look at the video. It's everyone waving guns left and right as if it's an accessory. Mm-hmm. Now when you see people on Instagram story doing waving guns, we've now normalized it. It's until you're waving guns on the wrong day. That the wrong person now gets shot. Now it's music doesn't have no, but it's like had that not been something that people normalized, had that not been something people the the aesthetic of it wasn't something that people aspired to, we probably wouldn't have been in this situation because it, it would have been a foreign concept to think guns is an accessory. Mm. Not that that's it's responsible, but we also would be naive to to think that it doesn't play a part. Music is a big part of culture. Yeah, music right. d- directs fashion, directs attitude, directs. It's a, it's a big part of it. So I think now that we're seeing all these rappers who are dying, you know, it's time to really be more intentional and take more control of what we can versus blaming it on things like institutional racism. Those play a part, but we've lost control in those issues. Yeah. Let's yeah. control what we can control. The yeah, narrative. The government, yeah. the government, the government could control it if they if they cared. You know what I'm trying to say? All this stuff that's going nah, around. It's not that easy. If, if this, if if people was making music about a different demographic of people and putting this music out there, like how we put it out there, it would be deemed as hate speech. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? If you'd be saying that, if you, I'm going to kill this one, I'm going to do yeah. this, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. You couldn't do it to a certain to yeah. a certain demographic. So it would be deemed as hate speech. They'll shut it down. But you can say you're going to do anything about black people anywhere Facts. and get endorsed by anyone. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. A so, comedian said that one time, and then when he swapped the words, like when he swapped the N words for like other words, mm-hmm. it's mad because even to me, I was like, oh, yeah. that's a bit much. But I again, it's because we've I've been. Yeah, and yeah, I can't remember who it was, and he literally swapped. He's like, oh, I'm gonna walk down the street, I'm gonna kill this nigga, da, da, da. and it sounded like a rap, like, like rap mm-hmm. lyrics. And when he took it out and inserted, like, I'm gonna kill this Chinese guy, mm. it sounded like, whoa, buddy, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And even that's weird because that's me being socialized yeah. it was, man. to believe that it's not. Mm-hmm. So what were you going to say, hon? I was going to say, um, I think that it's a, going back to the point of like trying to take control of what we can. I don't think we, we, we're at a point where we can start, we can go back to or go back to or go to rely on government intervention because all of it's going to end up being a racism issue anyway, at least mm-hmm. in America. People who are being impacted by, by this most is black people. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to get convoluted where it's like a okay, let's find a way to sneak some institutional racism in here where we're going to be jailing more black people in more droves and it's just going to be it feed into our overall issues at large. I just think that sometimes the black community, at least here, I can't speak for the UK because obviously I'm not from there, but like sometimes I feel like we get into this habit of blaming, you know, things that have happened historically, which I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it makes sense for us to not give historical issues accountability but continuing to blame it versus controlling what we can do it's only breeding bigger problems it's not white people who's out here pushing the narrative that the culture that we follow it's not it's us yeah no that speaks to us do what we can figure out yeah do what we can to figure out how we can control the avenues that we have it's our rappers who we're supporting it's It's people who are pushing that 
Exactly. Like if you see people who are pushing these bad narratives, I'm not saying don't give them a platform, but don't give them a platform. Period. Yeah, I think That's you should pick and choose who you, like who you're gonna. If your fights with government officials and that's the kind of change that you're looking at then your argument could take that stance of looking at the past i think if you've got boots on the ground dealing with man on the street corner that's going now you can't be pushing the blame on white people they have to take accountability for their actions you know i'm trying to say that in that moment you have to talk about why are you carrying these guns why are you doing this kind of thing so like i said i think i think it honestly just depends on where you're taking your fight to because they both have a they both have yeah. a, they both have a place in it. You know what I'm trying to say? Like you can't just ignore the root or mm-hmm. the cause yeah. of the problem. What what yeah. got us to here? But at the same time, you, you can't. People got to take accountability for their actions. You get me? So it's it's, it's a weird one. I think who, it's a, yeah, it's a lot of things. Who, who do you guys think consumes um, like drill music the most, or like rap music? I should say. Do you, do you feel like a black black, the black, black? Yeah, black. Yeah. Think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know because it's nearly gone into popular. It's gone into popular culture, no, popular wait, music. So no. the masses are. Good. We're still going to be the minority. I remember like the kind of numbers that hip hop and that's doing now. Yeah, that's not just that's, that's not just, just black, black people, people, people of color. And even back in the day, like when when guys like Snoop was like selling crazy records and stuff, mm. white people. But you, you said you said drill, not hip hop. No, no rap, rap music. Just everything underneath the umbrella. Rap, you mean? Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to say that I think white people listen to it the most. If we're going to go into you know population and numbers and stuff, then cool. But mm. in my heart, it feels like it's it's, mm. it's uh, black people. Because uh, the reason why I'm asking, because again, you guys know what I'm going to say. Like, I see things from an economic standpoint, right? People only do certain things that's going to sell, right? That that's going to be popular. Mm. But then it begs one to ask, to ask, why is this the, the the thing that's been pushed? Because like. If I don't know that you're like, if, if for example, I'm buying, I don't know, plates all the time mm. and I don't know that you sell cups, mm. I'm not going to look for cups. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's almost like people are kind of only being fed drill music. So if but, I'm a rapper, am but, I really going to be trying to do conscious mu- music or am I going to go towards drill? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Thing you is, know when you really go back, 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 yeah, but I can't, I can't blame the, the distributor. Like drill music's being made because they want to make drill music. You know what I mean? They don't no. want to make. And this is a reflection of the life. And, and what I'm saying is, if you keep going further back, then you're right. Yeah. Like if you, if you keep going back and back and back and back and back, cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm not trying to go that far back to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm trying to live in the now, now. in it, rather yeah. than saying, yeah, if conscious music was glorified mm-hmm. and pushed more back in the eighties, nineties, two thousands, then there'd mm-hmm. be more conscious music now. I get it in it, yeah. but that's not the reality in it. So. When are we gonna stop thinking about mm-hmm. y- year yonder and yeah, start yeah, thinking I about now? Present, you know yeah. I mean? Okay, but even now, do you feel as though if, if for example, um, drill wasn't selling, mm. right? Do you think p- did all the drill rappers would still remain doing drill? If it wasn't selling, wasn't making money, then no, because they, they they're not doing it just to make drill. They're doing it because they want to make a living out of it. I'm assuming exactly. if it's just a hobby yeah. for you. And you yeah, love drill, yeah, then, then just go exactly. go all out. Because, yeah, because it's the trending yeah. sound. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, if, yeah. It, if it was more, um, would it like trending to be like a conscious rapper now? Yeah. Bare drill rappers overnight, I believe, will start doing, <laughs> doing conscious. Like conscious giving music. you bonus Wednesdays. I'm telling you, they would. <laughs> I actually want no, to hear it, but like, does does that help us in this plight we're facing right right now? I, I think it does because I think to some degree yeah. it forces us to hold. Certain people in positions of power accountable. Yeah, but when are we gonna? They're, they're pushing. That's what I, 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 what I get you're it, describing, but, but, Mark. Mark, that's, oh, no, that's what you said. What you're describing, Mark, is what 
Oh, sorry. What I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm trying to listen and watch it. That's what's my fault. <laughs> what you're describing is 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 what cancel culture should be. Mm. What what cancel culture in its effective state should be is this is a message that you're pushing. It's wrong. Next caller. We should not be giving you a platform. And that's that's where it works. Somebody said it in the comments just a second ago. Daniel Caesar is a point is a is a case in point. I don't remember exactly what his cancellation story was, but when when artists start put, it's happening to Kanye. When artists start pushing narratives that are just flat out wrong, why are we giving them the 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 influence that they have? People are onto trends. When it's trendy to be like, yeah, that narrative is wrong. I, I hate that it has to get to that point to where we have to make people following the right way of life a trend. But like when it gets to that that point where it's a trend, people to start being intentional about what they consume, mm. that's when we're gonna start seeing real change. But it, it's almost like it's gonna it, it has to start with the consumer. Mm. We're seeing people die, we're seeing things happen in the world. Start thinking about think about listen to music while you while you read the lyrics. Yeah. You'll start thinking yes, about yes. how shit this is fucked up. I started doing that recently. I was like, damn, this is crazy. Next, I, I can't even I can't listen to it the same. Do Do you guys feel like yeah. um like people was taking Molly because of rap music, or do you think everyone was taking Molly? Yeah, the one they always take the the cough syrup. Yeah, lean. No, lean, yeah, no. It. Rap music definitely made people do lean. Hundred percent. Not, well, not, 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 for, not, for, not for an inception. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, it was, but, but, but yes, it probably, of course, of course. Did you feel for that's the same? Molly, I think, I think rap music influences a lot. It's not just um, clothes, what you mm. wear, mm. like tattoo culture, yeah, grills, mm-hmm. drugs, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. guns. Mm-hmm. See, the reason why I'm saying that is because if we can, because. Uh, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stacey, thank you very much for calling in. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, I have something to read as well, by the way. It links to all of this. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, hon. Bye. Um, Because me personally, yeah, I have to rank environment and the whole social engineering above all these things. Personally, right? If if I think of all the contributing factors, right? But I can't can't lie to myself and act as though we don't propagate ourselves with the music. I can't. Because I I feel like... No, no, we we do. We, We glorify it. For sure, music. We, and I think that makes it a bit worse. Yeah, it makes it worse. It definitely contributes it mm-hmm. contributes to, to to the um the issue, right? We glorify it. We make it almost it's normalized. Yeah, and and this is why I asked about the the Molly and, and the Lean. Yeah, because if we can say music has the the influence, the the power to kind of push that and propagate it, mm. surely when we're talking about killing niggas and and all them type of things, there, that's kind of making the next generation or even our generation want to re- either remain in it or kind of continue it to some degree. Yeah, I get what you mean. You know what I'm saying? I get what you mean. It was the influences. My thing is, I think people make out like it's making people do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. And, yeah, and I don't think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm trying to say that. Yeah, so it is, it is going to have the influences, but it's not influencing regular Joes to do stupid nah. things. Like it's, it's like you might make, you might make someone that had seventy seventy percent chance of them <laughs> shooting a nigga. 85% like, chance. Yeah, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was still going yeah, yeah. to shoot niggas. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying yeah, to that, say. That, that badness that they had inside them, or the reasoning behind the shooting, didn't come there. from music. No, yeah. It was already there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And that, that's why I point to the whole environment, social engineering, the way we think, our conditions, contribute yeah. as the main contributing factor. But I think if you're like kind of attacking it from another angle as well, I think, like I was saying earlier, I think we have to kind of hold record labels and certain people um, accountable, man. Yeah. 
Because if 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 it wasn't cool for us to um to make music like this, they wouldn't push it. You know what I'm saying? And I, and and there's been instances uh, with certain rappers um trying to release certain types of music, right? And A and R's record execs saying no, we're not gonna allow you to do this t- particular thing. Do this. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Yes, you may say okay, yes, because it sells. But I feel like they they benefit from our trauma, hundred percent. Yeah, it's not yeah, just because it sells; it's because they think yeah. it benefits to the destruction of the black of, community. Of the black community, yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. That's why they endorse it, and that's exactly. why it's fine. Because if, like I said, if it was anything else, it's not coming out. It's exactly. You can't make exactly. it. You couldn't mm. drop it. You get me? Oh, but all this I stuff is cool. Mm-hmm. Even down to like, like you could do sell drugs, kill black people. You could do anything. So as soon as you start yeah. going into different demographics, then yeah. you start being reprimanded for it. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. so Rick Ross has said everything under the sun. It wasn't until he made that comment about. Mm. spiking the girls drink yeah. and then you're attacking women and stuff like that mm-hmm. then you start losing yeah. endorsements yeah. you know what I'm trying to say but essentially yeah. it's just lo- it was just song lyrics and mm-hmm. it was the same thing when he was talking about he was kids committing murder 600 million times and everybody was everybody was fine with it mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm trying to say that so it's mm-hmm. going to be the same thing if anything if it's it's going to be I don't know homophobic anti-Semitic mm-hmm. any of these things mm-hmm. it's not going to fly yeah. but when it's when it's Kid in, in the destruction of the black man. It's like, oh yeah, no, that's that's promote that man. That's lit. See what what you're saying there to me is 100 percent facts, right? Do you feel like that is enough to make us question? When I say us, I'm talking about like musicians, right? Question what's going on, or do you feel like people don't care enough? Yeah, no one don't care enough. If the money's but, running, yeah, no one cares. Money's running. No one cares mm. enough to look all that shit. Mm. They're just gonna keep doing what they're doing. So then, what? What? Uh, obviously, this is just off the top of our heads, right? But then. What's what's the sol- potential solution to this? Because surely we can't keep going. Like as in, oh, to, as in to rappers dying at this rate, or just rappers dying? Period. Yeah, just just you know because th- these guys obviously they're rappers, right? And and certain image, but they're, they're fathers and sons. Yeah, and of course. You know what I'm saying? They, like they're, they're regular they're, people they're, too. They're, they're human beings. Yeah. But can yeah. I just yeah. yeah. music? Because I don't think Migos ain't even like. Obviously, they're from they're from Atlanta and and yeah. they're like they're they're from the streets and all that. But mm. like. Their whole brand and that it's not even like particularly that's, yeah, aggressive. Not, yeah, that's true. No, it's not. It's not aggressive at all. Like, like it's just. Mm. It's, give me the man like some young fly niggas, man. Like yeah. just yeah, just want to get money in that. Mm. I've heard me. I've heard a lot of conflicting stories about what actually happened. I'm sure we'll get onto it on yeah. the road, but mm-hmm. it wasn't even a really yeah, a hostile like situation. That, yeah. It was mm-hmm. it was just something a petty argument that just yeah. went left. But yeah, hundred percent, I agree with you as well. Like yeah. um, obviously, they're not like trying to come out as like the most gangsters group ever. You know what I'm no, saying? That's not their, their their brand and whatnot, but I guess when you just look at stats and you just look at it like rappers, mm. it's like every month, man. Yeah, no, it's, you know it's, what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's crazy. I even forgot that P and B Rock just passed away. This is mm-hmm. it. I mean, yeah, and that's just if we just um, that's if we just like look at the um popular ones that get highlighted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For real, like, in America, like rappers are dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn near all the time. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like, would be local up and coming youths. Yeah. Just before they blew up and stuff like that, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, it's right. Yeah, yeah, man. Esther, you was gonna say something. Um, yeah. Um, it was about hold on. So it was um Lakeith um Stanfield. So he posted yesterday, and he posted up. He said, "If you are for gangster rap, you can't also be for black." And then the caption is the dangerous toxicity associated with this glorified black serial killer and killed music and imagery got people thinking. It's cool to hurt those that look like them and only them. It's yeah. okay to embrace the realities of life in the harder areas, but let's think about not holding up this behavior in our circles. Let's make it cool to embrace life, travel, and learn new things. I know that's I know that scope of issues we have to contend with is much larger 
than just this and that we have a lot of work to do in many areas to restore our hearts and minds after centuries of persecution and manipulation, but we have to start somewhere. At some level, we have to see our lives as valuable so that we think before we react and see another human when we look at a human man. Uh, we must stop building, we, sorry, we must stop holding self-destructive shit up and embrace things that build us a, as a whole so that we can lead the world into a direction of prosperity, by example. Getting reckless now and again is part of who we are, but for the most part, turn that stupid shit off. Hmm. It's very, yeah, it was a very interesting um, post. It was like mixed feelings with it. But I do think it's that, because for me, even when I was saying, mentioning it earlier about how like you can disagree with someone, like death is just so final. Mm. And to want to do that to a person over whatever it is that you're feeling, like I don't think we see ourselves as valuable. I don't I don't think that people involved with that see themselves as or see human life as valuable. I don't know. I just yeah, I I don't know. I don't think I think the music definitely does influence it. I, def, I think it does contribute to it, but I think it's it's too many it's many things. It's yeah. not just one thing. And yes, obviously people will rap about their the reality if they're struggling in real life that this is what they have to do they will rap about that because that is the reality the way so many people sing about heartbreak and whatever it's all drawn from a real place mm -hmm. however i do think that it does have its influence on some people and i think also even the people that do rap like that you might you might say you're you're not about that life or you don't you don't live your raps right mm -hmm. however that's where i think ego kind of comes into it as well because if for example someone's in you know out there disrespecting you because you because people have this image of you like oh he's a he's a tough guy mm -hmm. you're not this is where your human your ego will just come you, you're not going to want to appear weak now do you get I me mean? so i just think it's just too many you said that um obviously things. you're saying that you can't understand like if someone wants to just kill someone yeah is there a scenario that you can create in your head where you think like killing someone would be justified um it would be for me. So I would. It would be more like so. You see when people um, that just that they know proper crazy crimes, mm. where it's like capital punishment. Mm. I do think capital punishment should exist in certain situations. No, but I'm not talking about punishment. I'm not talking about done within the parameters of the law. I'm talking about is there a the situation that life? a human being could get in, and you think he was just he could be justified to 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 take that person's life. So say someone just killed someone unprovoked, didn't have a problem with them, blah, blah, blah. I can see the person who's with them, who that's their loved one. I can see them being enraged where they then kill that person. The per as in the person who killed their family member. So revenge and stuff. Well, yeah, so, so yeah, so revenge killing, obviously, depends, but revenge killing. <laughs> I, I can kind of, I can, no, but I can, but again, it's, I don't necessarily think it's right, <laughs> but I can understand Damn why it is in that moment you were enraged and that was... Because maybe all cause these things are human. not... All these things are not necessarily so black and white. You get me? It's not yeah, just all yeah. senseless killings. And obviously, like, wrong is wrong, right is right. Yeah. And murder's wrong. No one should want to do that. You shouldn't want to take anybody's life and stuff like that. I get yeah, you. Yeah. But if even in your head or anybody's head or anybody watching, if there's parameters or a scenario that you can create in your head, yeah, where you think, you know what, if this happened, then... Yeah. Then... But, this stuff, this stuff's yeah. happening. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like it's just all senseless killings. Because obviously, yeah. there's pure senseless killings and stuff yeah, like that. But there's certain times when people are doing things, and that like, every action has a reaction. And but do you know what this is, is the, the? Do you know what it's about the senselessness? <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah. The senselessness of it, though. Everybody who does something will always have a way to justify it. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So the person who, who all these rappers that have been killed, 
the people who killed them have a reason to justify it. Nipsey, from what I know, I don't did he rap about like violence and carrying guns and stuff like that? I don't know. But yeah, he would have at some he point. Was, maybe he might but, change, but But sure, he was sure someone he who his public image was someone who liked peace and calmness yeah. and whatever. Do you get what I mean? Yet he was killed. So and the person who killed him, people always have a justification for these things. So even me saying that if someone did revenge killing, I can understand why it was that it got to that point, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't make it right. Mm. Do you get what I mean? I just, yeah. Wow. It's crazy, man. Uh, last thing I wanted to ask, yeah, is um, it's kind of off a bit, but mm. still kind of related. Do you feel as though like the older generation, like our fathers and, and stuff like that, yeah, let's just say from 50 upwards, yeah, could do more to kind of solve certain situations? Um, so so say, say, say we heard our... Uh, I don't know, certain guys, say you're a father now, right? 50 plus and whatnot. You heard certain guys in your estate, right? Got beef with these guys over there. And you know, for example, one of the fathers from, from like these guys' ops, right? Mm-hmm. You feel like you guys could come together and kind of do some conflict resolution? No, unless you've, unless you've put unless you've put these things in places and there's a system and there's a hierarchy that's gone in place and been there for a long time, you can't just wake up and uh, talk about all <laughs> yeah. this stuff because man don't care because man will... Like, my dad goes, Dad, you yeah. keep trying to shit, I'll ban your brethren. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you get what I'm trying to say? It's just that. Yeah. Like, I don't know this nigga from now. I don't care about these people. Yeah. I don't, you just can't tell me nothing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to say? Because the facts, the reality is the reality. You just there sitting up talking, having all your shit, big people talk. When we're yeah. out in these streets, what these young boys are doing... It's up and stuck. You yeah, get me? It's real. on and popping. So I'm not listening to none of you's foolishness. Mm-hmm. You get me? There would have to be things put in place. There would have to be that hierarchy and that system put yeah. in place already. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, when, that's why these, like, on some real mob shit. You get mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? Like, it would have to be there already so we can reach over there and, and have the conversation that you need to have. And then that person's got the power to send to it down sure, the chain exactly. to make sure yeah. this stuff happens. I don't think you can't, you can't just wake up and start yeah. policing people. Mm-hmm. You know, like, come, come, like, if stuff's going on in the community now, man, say, no, it's the olders, man. The olders need to fix. Let all them old men come out on the corner yeah. and start chatting. No one ain't listening to these people. Yeah, you haven't even got no, you haven't even got a hand in the streets. You ain't got no, no, no say, no status around here. Like you're just old, just mm. old man. Think like no one don't care. Yeah, this is what the problem is. You get mm. me? But yeah, I don't mm. know. Definitely not. Reason, reason why I asked that, yeah, and I, I, by the way, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, is like because in the past you've seen someone like Minister Farrakhan, yeah, come out and kind of do some conflict resolution, yeah, and he's made things occur. You mm. know what I'm saying. So it's like obviously there's only one Farrakhan, but say there was people that kind of had that position where we kind of looked up to them. I don't know, certain leaders maybe that we kind of put on that pe- uh, pedestal. Um, could they do the same thing? But you pretty much answered the question anyway, so. But yeah. All right. All right, well, let's get into our next headlines. No, it's not too late. All right. So Israelis are heading to the ballot box for unprecedented fifth time in four years on Tuesday. Uh, as Israel holds yet another national election aimed at ending the country's ongoing political deadlock. So that happened yesterday. So for the first time in 13 years, the former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is not running as the incumbent. Bibi, as he's universally known in Israel, is hoping to return to power as the head of the hard-right coalition, whilst the centrist caretaker, Prime Minister Yair Lapid, is hoping the mantle of the acting premiership will help keep him in place. The country has been locked in an unprecedented period of political stalemate since 2019, when its longest-serving leader was charged with bribery, fraud, and breach of trust, which he denies. Mr. Netanyahu 
was forced from office in mid-2021 when a centrist politician, Yair Lapid, who's the current prime minister, pulled together a surprising coalition with liberal right-wing and Arab parties united by their opposition to him. The government outlasted the expectations of many, but finally collapsed in June. Netanyahu issued a stark warning as he cast his ballot on Tuesday morning. When asked by CNN about fears he would lead a far-right government if he returns to office, Netanyahu responded with an apparent reference to the Ra'am party, which made history last year by becoming the first Arab party ever to join an Israeli government coalition. He said, we don't want a government with the Muslim Brotherhood who support terrorism, deny the existence of Israel, and are pretty hostile to the United States. This is what we're going to bring. Lapid, who hopes he and his political allies will defy polling predictions and remain in power, cast his ballot in Tel Aviv on Tuesday with a message to voters. Good morning. Vote wisely. Vote for the state of Israel, the future of our children, and our future in general. The name of Lapid's party, Yesh Atid, means there is a future. Um, the second headline, it's not fully related, but somewhat. And the National Union of Students, NUS, has dismissed its president, Shaima Dalali, over anti-Semitism claims. It follows an independent code of conduct investigation after allegations were made against her. The findings of a wider investigation into the NUS are yet to be published. Mr. Ms. Dalali was elected during the NUS's national conference in March, and concerns were soon raised by Jewish students about her views. In 2012, Mr. Lali posted a tweet that included an Arabic chant that referenced a massacre of Jews in the year AD 628, which she has since apologized for. It is possible she could appeal against the decision. In a statement, the NUS apologized for the harm that has been caused and said it hoped to rebuild the NUS in an inclusive way. Chloe Field, who's the acting chair of the NUS UK board, said that she was proud to fight on behalf of all students. She said, I am determined to work together with the Union of Jewish Students to re-establish trust in our organization and tackle some of the biggest issues facing students right now. In a statement, the Union of Jewish Students said it respects the decision, but it also added that anti-Semitism in the student movement goes beyond the actions of any one individual. And this case is a symptom of a wider problem. Jewish students across the country will be asking how an individual deemed unfit for office by NUS was elected in the first place. It's just seeming like this is a buzzword nowadays. Is there, I'm not going to say, I don't want to sound crazy, but like, is there like an anti-Semitism problem like in the world or is it just? It, I, I think it depends on who you ask. The Jews, Jewish people will say 100%. Other people may not. Okay. <laughs> Put it that way. No, because it's just everywhere Yeah. at the moment as well. It's kind of, they're trying to get Kyrie Irving out of there as well. You yep. see that? Yeah, mm -hmm. he's posting it. Suspended him and that. Mm. Yeah. I didn't see the post though. Um, I think you also said something. He tweeted. No, he, no he, he, re he retweeted a link to a book and a film. Is it called <laughs> From Hebrews From Hebrews to Negroes or something like that? Okay. So it was on Amazon. Uh, it was an Amazon link. He yeah. just he just retweeted it. He didn't even say anything. He just retweeted mm -hmm. the link to the book. See? And they went crazy. It's what I was saying to you, Brent. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Just you saying that black people were Hebrews is a problem. They're saying that's anti Semitic, yeah, basically. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh. Anyway. Be careful what you say. You know what I'm saying? Be <laughs> careful what you retweet. That's with a book. It's on Amazon. It's available to buy. It's not even like he brought the law. It's, it's available to buy on Amazon now. Yeah, yeah but it shows yeah. that for them, it's like you're endorsing that. You're endorsing that message and that's enough sometimes for people. Yeah, but, but if it's so bad, why, to be honest, Bezos. That, that particular argument doesn't hold weight because if it is a white person retweets Mein Kampf, then it's a different thing, right? Retweets what? Um, the, Hitler's, Hitler's, yeah, Hitler's manifesto. 
What, is Amazon selling that too? I've seen it. Is, is, is Amazon selling that? It's on sale, Brent. It's that Blackwell. Is, Am- is Amazon no, selling sorry. that? Let me just check. That's no, no, it is. Let me yeah, check. But, yeah, but the thing I'm, is, I'm, just I'm because... assuming you would be able to buy this particular yeah, but, book. Yeah, yeah, but there's a All lot right. that's on sale, but you don't retweet the links or anything because it doesn't. There's going to be a lot of things that's on sale. Yeah. It doesn't mean we all subscribe to things that are on sale. So it mm-hmm. being on sale is not necessarily the problem because mm-hmm. you can't really. Um, Police, whether or not police, exactly. Release mm-hmm. what people write, whatever it is. Yeah. But if you do retweet something it's the that, that has an ex- exactly is endorsement of it, so yeah, yeah. But you might saying that, that that's fine to endorse the book. I mean, it's just reading. What you mean, my camp? No, no. You talking about that one? <laughs> the other one? No, no. Because the reality is, what's what's do you, what's, you want me to talk properly? What's the ethos? What's <laughs> I mean, the it's conversation. That's your ethos of, of that particular book. I, the... I, I don't know. Oh, okay, I've never okay. read the book, but, uh, but I only saw like the front thing. So I, I don't know. But I couldn't know. But from what I've heard, it's something. He's basically saying that like black people were Jews or the something re- like yeah, that. The original Hebrews. Okay. And there's they're saying there's a lot of rhetoric and um yeah. um is it is it anti-Semitic trope in there? Basically, there's stuff I don't that. Know. I'm no, no, that I, I, wasn't. I'll get into it. Yeah, please, because that, that, that <laughs> that's not saying anything. He wants an answer. <laughs> no, no, it's because Miles was talking. I didn't want to. All right, okay. Um, because if the book is based on facts, do you, do you and know it's it not like conspiracy or rumor or hearsay, yeah. then. But again, yeah, just to to kind of be um, sensitive to both sides, yeah. Jewish people will feel like it's, it's not facts. It's, okay. it's, it's basically hate speech. Okay. Because. Um, one side of the other argument is basically that black people are the original Jews mm. and that the white Jews, the European Jews mm. today, stole their birthright. Okay. So that's that's where the hate speech is. It's, it's not necessarily just, um, oh, we are the original Jews and that's it. It's more so we are the original Jews and you guys came and usurped us. Okay. Is you it, guys are fake. You guys are this. You guys, you know what I'm saying? Is there evidence to back up the, the book that he... Um that particular book, I, I don't know. I can't okay, speak for okay. that book. But that the actual narrative, yeah. I know about the narrative. And there's, there's evidence from both sides, 100%. Yeah, we can okay. find evidence anyway, Hun- to be honest. Yeah, 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 100%. But it, but it's it's there's good evidence for both sides, bro. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, hey. Also, so both sides have a valid claim. 100%, yeah. So then where where's the discrepancy then? Exactly? Because because one particular side... How do I, how do I, put, how do I word this? One, one, one particular... <laughs> yeah, one particular side has, a, I guess, at the moment, a greater claim, a stronger claim, a stronger yeah. claim. Okay, because they're in that position now. Okay, only because of that. I mean, one could say that. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because if you if you if you speak to the other side, then it's questioning a lot of the things that they exactly. believe and a lot of the stuff that exactly. they say in it. So yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's in the headline when I was talking about Netanyahu. Yeah, he was talking about um, people challenging. The, the actual state, the existence of the state of Israel. Mm. If you talk about that, if you talk about Palestinian rights, you talk about anything to do with um, to do with that si- situation there, it will be considered anti-Semitism and, and hate speech. Because in essence, if you're talking about Palestinian rights to them or to many people, they're saying, well, if they have certain rights and this is their land, yeah. then that means you're saying this is not our land. Mm. And that means you're saying we don't deserve to be here. You see what I'm saying? And that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. And, and that's what feeds into the whole anti-Semitism from yeah. their perspective. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it's a lot deeper than that, but yeah. This, this, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. The way I see it, anyway, is Judaism is, is, is a religion. People can yeah. convert to, to Judaism just like they can convert to Islam or convert to Christianity. Yeah. European Jews don't have a monopoly on, on, the, on, the, um, 
on Judaism. Mm. They don't because it's fact. Mm. You go to Ethiopia now, the, the Falasha people, the, there's Jewish black Jews, mm. you know what I'm saying? All, all around the world. And those same black Jews, when they go to Israel, get treated like they shouldn't be there. Mm. That's fact as well. So people can argue back and forth about who the original Jews are. I don't really care. I'm not a Jew. But the mm. reality is there are black Jews today. And when they're in Israel, which should be the homeland of mm. Jewish people, then they're still treating as if they don't belong there. Because yeah. they're black people first. Shine, shine's, exactly. Shine's a Jew. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He's a Jew. Shine Barrow. There you go. Yeah. Man said, "Yeah, he walked so Ema could run." You know that's serious. Screaming, man! You guys are hilarious. <laughs> All right, well, I've got some tea for you guys today, so let's get into word on road. It's about we kind of touched on on our topic of the day. Um, Takeoff sadly passed away at the age of twenty-eight. Um, so the story at the moment is that there was the playing a dice game and he was there with Quavo and they had security with them and um, there was some kind of heated conversations, heated argu uh, argument basically and then shots were fired and a stray bullet basically um, hit takeoff and that's what's happened. I know that obviously the police haven't really got... It's funny. It's funny. Human beings are funny to me because people are very quick to... what, And it's so ironic because we actually talked about this yesterday on our topic of the day about social media and the negatives of social media. And we mentioned about people wanting to be the first ones to break the news yes, and insensitively putting up videos and pictures and just wanting to do too much. And people really showed their ass. Like, case in point, it's ridiculous. So people are very happy to put up videos and put up pictures and put all that stuff up online mm -hmm. and to be the first ones to say, guys, I was right there when it happened. If you know, It was right in front of me. But then no one's trying to help the police with yeah. anything. It's mad. So the police are out here pleading and begging people that if you've got any kind of information, let us know kind of thing. The funny thing, I've heard some accounts from a few, well, two girls who were actually there, but yeah. they're, they're talking to podcasters. They're not talking to the police. Mad. Same difference. Yeah. What, what? They got a podcast um, invite one day after. Yeah, you get a podcast. I've got, I've got a clip. You want me to play a clip? Play yeah, a clip? Play, play. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been on the same day they'd done that. Yeah, exactly. Turnover uh, is mad. Wow. Podcast is joining the black community. Um, we were all there when okay. all this happened. I just left from HPD. First of all, in order to be around Jazz Prince, you have to be searched. None of us had guns, but Jazz but jazz people had guns, okay? All of this, this about this was over Dice Gang, this shit this started in piece. Fifth Ward around 9.30 last night. So <laughs> this had nothing to do with no damn Dice Gang, with no money situation or anything like that. And the only reason why I'm not going to great details because I live in Houston and the Prince family know me. But all of this shit <laughs> about, right oh, well, this was a sacrifice. No, this was an argument between two camps and it went even between two camps because Takeoff and Quavo was basically trying to be the mediator between the people who were arguing. Oh, so, shit. And so everybody's saying, oh, well, this is Quavo's fault. Quavo had nothing to do with the shit y'all talking about, bro. Y'all was not there when this happened. It, it, it had nothing to do with that. So all these 30-second videos that they're seeing, this and that, everybody's saying, well, he didn't act the way how he acted whenever... Um, 
uh, Takeoff got shot. Did, did they tell you he passed the fuck out? Did they tell you we had to help him to the fucking car? Did they tell you that? Like, nobody is, is, is really talking about the real that's going on. But I'm going to tell you this, and I'll leave it at that. The only people who had firearms that night was the camp who protect jazz. That's all I'm going to say. Thank How you. are you going to say that's all you're going to say when you just told them who did it? So basically, what she's implying is the people who shot the guns were the people who were with Takeoff and Yeah, Quavo, yeah, yeah. Because they were with Jazz Prince because that's his birthday, isn't it? Okay. If they're the only ones that have guns, then yeah. the shots that were fired, obviously it was a stray bullet. So they mm. wasn't intended to hit Takeoff. Yeah, they were intended exactly. to hit whoever else they're arguing with, isn't yeah. it? And it just happened to hit him, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's I mean. mad. But um, so the quality control um, label, their Instagram, they basically they've put out a statement. And they said it is with broken hearts and deep sadness that we mourn the loss of our beloved brother, Kersnik Kari Ball, known to the world as Takeoff. Senseless violence and a stray bullet has taken another life from this world. And we are devastated. Please respect his family and friends as we all continue to process this monumental loss. And then just has his date of birth. He was literally only 28. Um, and then tributes from other people. And it's funny because he was, well, not funny, but you get what I mean? He was on Drink Champs, um, was that last week? Yeah, I watched talking it about, Yeah, talking about how like he wants to be given his flowers while he's alive and like how he's he's got more of a personality. Because like, obviously we've always seen Takeoff as like, the, the cool, cool like, quiet guy. And he's talking about, you know, with Uncle Few and them. Like, he's just more out there now. He wants to be given his flowers while, he, while he's alive. And yeah, he's just been, under, he's been the sad. understated one the whole time playing the yeah. background. Quavo's like, Quavo's like the leader, the star boy. Mm. Even when when Takeoff, oh no, Offset, when yeah. Offset, when Offset come Took out, off. yeah, he 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 started doing his thing, started doing mm. the solo thing, started getting a lot a lot of hype. Then obviously he's dating Cardi and that. So these mm. man, he out of the three of them, he is the the most understated. Yeah. You get me chilled, humble one. Yeah. But he is probably yeah. the he probably is the best one though. Yeah, he is the best. Yeah, one. He is the best, he is the best he, one. He's, because he's apparently the best people are saying how like if you listen to that old old music. They used to rap how everyone else was rapping. Mm. But he's the one, but he's always been consistent. The way they rap now is because mm. of him. Yeah. He was the one who in- told the guys that no. He's cold. I don't us, know the I was telling you about the, um, the Y&R, the Young Rich nigga tape yeah, before, yeah, from, yeah. before when, My Man's on it. Yeah. He's, you should go back and listen to it. He slaps that up. Yeah. Like he messes yeah, it up. Yeah, he's cold, man. No, he's cold. He's cold. Yeah. He's, he's, he's my, my favorite. In terms of like rapping ability, he's, he's the best yeah. out of three for sure. It was so sad. But um, I just want to read out other tributes um, to him. Give him flowers. Um, so, um, not me about to call him Champagne Papi. What's his name? Drake. Drake. That's it. He said, I got the best memories of all of us seeing the world together and bringing light to every city we touch. That's what I'll focus on for now. Rest easy, spaceman take. Um, Rich Forever as well, who is very, very close to me from like when they were young. He says, RIP Takeoff, another in- incredibly talented young brother taken from the world too soon. My heart goes out to Quavo, Offset, and... Sorry, I said Rich. That's Rick Ross, sorry. I was thinking you were talking about Rick Ross, but I was assuming you are reading out his Instagram name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, Rick Ross said, RIP Takeoff, another incredibly talented young brother taken from the world too soon. My heart goes out to Quavo, Offset, and the whole QC family. When will this stop? I pray one day we will start to come together instead of continuing to tear ourselves apart. And then also Rich, the kid, who is very close with Takeoff from like when we were young and stuff. He said, today I lost more than a brother. My twin, my best friend, everything. I don't want to believe it. I can't. The most humble person I know, we used to share shoes and clothes before we made it with no problem. I miss you already. You didn't deserve that. I can't stop crying. I love you so much, bro. Forever. Um, And then also T.I., yeah, he said, my heart hurts so much for the family and the entire team behind this tragic loss of a true legend. I'm usually the one with the perfect way to articulate thoughts, but this has me baffled. I'm going to come back to that. 
Lil Bro was a real solid, respectful, honest, quiet, polite kid who conducted himself like a man of respect and stayed out the way. I just pray for peace in the minds and hearts of his family and all who are most affected. The city mourns with you and my family going to keep you lifted up in prayer. Our deepest condolences. God bless his soul. May the Lord be pleased with him and accept him into paradise. Shit is just sad. Long live the legend. Take off. Yeah. It's funny that um, T.I. thinks that. That what, he's the most yeah, articulate person. Yeah, we go to him for um, articulation. Yeah. No, the whole thing's sad. I watched the drink chat yesterday mm-hmm. and just hearing him speak about, you know, um, what he wants to do in a year's time from now and talking about, yeah, Chills. even Noriega was talking to them about, you know, gun violence and how a lot of rappers are dying in LA and da, 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 da. and obviously watching it, knowing that he's passed away a few days later is just mm-hmm. heartbreaking, isn't it? And just talking about how, you know, he wants his flowers, like you said, and how, and even like his personality. Yeah. For the first time ever, I saw his personality because mm-hmm. normally in interviews, he just doesn't really say yeah, much. He he's say chilled, much, yeah. but he was actually very expressive, very coherent, talking a lot, making jokes and showing the range. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's sad, man. It's sad. It's really sad. should give me goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very sad. Um, yeah. And then the video, I didn't, it wasn't until like 11 o'clock last night that I saw the video mm. of um, the scene. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and Quavo and screaming and shouting and lifting his body up. It was, ah, mate. mate. Honestly, yesterday was such a mate. heavy day, man. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. way too sad. It was just too sad. I, yeah, I feel hurt for all of them, but. I guess a good thing with the girl talking as well is because I did wonder like Quaver must feel so like he would feel so bad. Mm. But her saying that it wasn't he wasn't exactly the cause of it kind of yeah. thing. That always helps. I think yeah. that is some kind of There's another clip that TMZ released. You can hear audio. Oh yeah, yeah. Just before the shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the audio the clip shows the little bit of the argument. Mm-hmm. Then when everyone disperses, yeah. then all then the shots. And you can hear Quavo going back and forth about something with someone. Yeah, something about basketball and I, I didn't get down Sutton. like that. Something like yeah, that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, And then it's it's unclear to why it went from just a bit of mm. verbal discourse mm. to guns. Yeah. But I guess like, people don't know, not know how to control that emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always talk about this. People don't know how to control their emotions. It's such a deep thing. Because yeah. you don't, people, some people don't know, how, honestly don't know how to just handle a disagreement. Yeah. Your view is different to my view. Some people cannot, they can't take that. It's mad. Wow. Yeah, RIP him, man. Tragic, and man. Also, um, so designer as well. He was so, I think he was he was close to take off as well. So he was on live yesterday. And I know that people always like, oh, like, if something like that happens. Because ironically, again, yesterday, I was talking about how, you know, when something like that happens and people want to take their phone out and record, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. But, um, so it was designer. He was basically on Insta Live mm. and he was literally having a breakdown. Yeah. And, Looking at you, be like, oh, like, why are you on the live? But I think I read, oh, let me get the tweet up. So there was a tweet here that I actually retweeted. Because you know what it is with about, gr- about grief here? Everyone grieves differently. G- grieves so differently, very, very differently. And um, yeah, so he was on he was on live and he was just like, like, he can't believe it. Like, my brother, like, this is hurtful. My heart is broken. And then he said how basically he's quitting rap. He was like, because he, he was like, we can't, this can't keep happening. And we rap about what we, we rap about what we rap about, and this keeps happening. Like it's just not, it's just not it. And he kind of like showed his plaques and stuff, and he was like, "This, like this guy that you know of me, is done. Like he's basically done. So he's decided that he's gonna, he's gonna quit music." But the um, tweet I was saying, it says you're not obligated because you know as well. Sometimes when things happen, I saw a majority when like when was the whole BLM movement and mm. and stars and stuff, and people don't speak. I'm like, "Oh, you're not saying anything about it. You're not." 
Okay. But yeah, so the tweet says, you are not obligated to perform your grief, frustration or anger for the internet. Give yourself the chance to feel deeply without trying to craft the perfect statement. Share thoughts if you want to, but don't feel pressure to share private thoughts on public platforms. And it's so true because people will be like, oh, why aren't you speaking up? You will talk about this on a normal day. But why aren't you, this is happening, you're not saying anything. Everyone less focus and not focus. Also, why do you care? Like, exactly. Focus on your own life, man. I always, always say, like, why do you care? But um, on to other news as well. I'm trying to, you know, pick it up as I go. So um, Simone Ledward Bozeman, so that's Chadwick Bozeman's wife. She's basically sitting down for her first interview in two years since his passing. And she's going to be sitting down with Whoopi Goldberg. And she's talking about essentially him, her, what her life has been after that and navigating all of that stuff. And um, in the snippet that's come out, the interview is actually out on Friday. So I will watch it and I will give you guys a proper debrief. But yeah, in the interview, that um, in the snippet that comes out, she talks about how the last few years has been the most difficult time of her life. She's like, it's very, very, it's been, it's just been a lot for her emotionally. And she also talks about, you know, his greatness. And she said how, obviously, because basically, if anyone who doesn't know, he basically was um, battling colon cancer for I think about four years or something like that. And they basically kept it very, very private. They didn't tell anybody about it. And there was time where he was basically that like, went missing after the whole Wakanda, um, after what's it called? What's that thing called? Black Panther thing. And basically, um, there was then a time when people saw him. I think he was at like, an award show or something, and he looked like he lost a lot of weight. And people were talking about his weight and making fun of it, to be honest. And I remember people used to make fun of how he would. Obviously, when he first did the the, the yeah. um, t- um, not it, what's it called? Black Panther. He was very excited to do the Wakanda Forever. After a while. He looked like he was doing it under duress. Mm. You get me? And those were funny. He was just like, oh, here we go again kind of thing. But um, that I think that his death really let people know that you just don't know what people are dealing with. Unfortunately, some of you have not kept up with that lesson. No, and, because I remember like a week after that. What, who passed away a week after, the, yeah, after him? I can't remember who it was. Was it Kobe? No, I'm not sure if it was someone, Kobe. Something happened to someone after that. And people went back to doing the same mm. shit that we just learned we shouldn't do because of Chadwick's life. So anyway, so she talks about that and she talks about have, having to um, receive an award for him um, recently. She just talked about like how it was just difficult, but she said how she's glad that he that his talent and everything got to be, everyone got to see that mm. and how he was very, a very positive person. And she said how with, the COVID, with COVID happening, they saw that even as a blessing because... That was the the height of his illness, mm. but the world was shut down, and they got to just spend that time with each other and just just enjoy each other's union in that time. So yeah, it was really it was really really um really really moving. I'm gonna watch the full thing when it comes out, but just that snippet alone was like mm. goosebumps. It was it was mm. sad, but um and my next bit of news is about Rotimi, the singer, and he's expecting his second child. I just thought you know that's a bit of positivity to bring into the. Bring it to the mix. So he and his fiance Vanessa MD are expect uh, expecting a second child, and it's going to be a girl. Mm. And they basically told People, as in People magazine, they said, "We're excited to announce that our baby girl is on the way. What a beautiful testament to God's favor. We are overjoyed, and it looks absolutely they look absolutely beautiful, and it just looks so nice. So congrats to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, congrats to them. And you know, he said, you know, they're feeling blessed and thanking God, and they're excited and. Yeah, that's an amazing journey that they're they're now on. And then my last bit of news as well is also positive. It's about um, Lamar. So remember in 2016, so Lamar's obviously had so many health issues the way he's been hospitalised. Oh, Lamar Oldham. Yeah, Lamar Oldham. Lamar, the R&B singer. That's what I was thinking at first, you know. No, you know. Okay, no, I'm not rude. Yeah, because you said, you said Lamar, when you say Lamar, just Lamar about the Oldham. Yeah. I didn't think of Lamar Oldham. <laughs> 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 I said, if I say Tyre, you think I'm talking about Tyre Cruz? Like, yeah. I didn't think that. 
Yeah, Lamar Odom, okay, the, the basketball player. So yeah, he was um on a podcast, a TMZ podcast, and he was talking about how so obviously he's battled with like drugs and he's been in and out of hospital and nearly lost his life actually. So he was talking about how in 2016 he had to sell his championship sh- championship rings to pay for his medical bills basically, mm-hmm. and that for me speaks to how people think that because you're a celebrity, you're rich, whatever your bl- your bank account reflects the same thing. It really doesn't. So yeah, he said how basically he had to sell it. He had to pawn his rings to be able to pay for his um, medical bills and kind of get his life sorted out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This was in 2016. But then he said recently in 20... Um, yeah, so he put it up in, for, in auction and it was sold. And he said when he went to a um, basketball game, there was a fan right next to him and he was like, oh, Lamar, blah, blah. He was like, I, I'm the one who bought your rings. And oh, he nice. gifted it back to him well, for free. For free. Yeah. So the guy actually right bought the rings for... Mm. 36, one of them he bought for $36,600 mm. and the second one for 78 grand wow. and that's basically over 100k yeah, he gave back to him. and he gave it back to him and said you know, you, you worked for it you deserve mm. to have it back and I just thought that was just so that's a great gesture that is yeah, so beautiful real, that is such a beautiful thing that to do so yeah he's got he's got his rings back oh that's good it's so it made me want to like cry it was just so mm. nice like nice. people nice. can be so so kind we'll be selling them again soon <laughs> we hope not Okay, we hope not much. You are you are a Debbie Downer. Don't say anything <laughs> else to Donna here, please. How can you bring it down like that? Well, no, yeah, so... um fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> You're dumb. Well, no, man. Um, yeah, it was very, very, very positive bit of news. Also, I do want to clear something up. So yesterday, when I was reporting about Davido and the members of staff that were called into police station, I said they have been arrested. So they haven't been arrested. They were just called in for questioning. Yeah. However, he who is found guilty will be okay. arrested, basically. Because the story that's been a source that's close to the family mm. has basically said that what it appears happened was that the nanny was actually looking after the child, mm. but then the chef then came to meet them and they were like talking. But then um, the nanny had a phone call, so she stepped away to get the phone call. Mm. But then when she came back, the child wasn't there, but she just assumed the child was with the chef. So she's like, oh, where's the baby? And she was like, oh, I thought the baby was with you. And then they went. They were then looking for the child around the house. Yeah. And then security guard, sadly, found the baby. There's the a pool. little rumor going on, going around that he was in the pool for two hours or something. Nah, like it was more than twenty minutes. Okay, yeah. Well, that's a two hours. I police, thought that, yeah. that can't be right. Two, no, two hours. hours. They must be having a nap, boy. Yeah, it was more. Yeah, it was more than twenty minutes. Um, and yeah, because they were in. The, they didn't think they didn't weren't looking outside. They were looking inside the house and whatever. So. That is also a sad bit of news, but it's it's also it's kind of been warming that people have been sending a lot of love to them as well. Like because you know David David is very from what we see of him and what I've heard of him, mm. he's a very nice person. He's very big on community, he's very big on showing up for people and mm. being there for people. So it's nice to see that they're getting that love back. Mm. Um one weird thing that I do think people do though when someone passes away is they tag the person. Or if a tragedy's happened to the person, mm. they tag them in their post. I think that's weird. Because do you really think I'm on Instagram? And if I was, do you really think that, like, this is what mm. I want to be? Do you get me? It's, it's weird to me, but each their own. Do you think maybe they're doing it so other people know who it's about? We know who it's about. We know. Because you could just put the person's name without you adding the person. I just always find it when, when people at the person. It's just weird to me. But yeah, man, that is all from me today. Let's get into people's journal. people's journal uh the first thing i want to talk about today is um morrison's um have you guys heard of the shop mccall's mccall's mm. yeah i have it's like a cop 
Yeah. That's why I was very excited. I don't know. I don't oh. have shares in the company. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a co-op. It's like on a random sides of the roads and stuff. Okay, well, well it's a good thing you don't have shares in the company. I do. That's the first thing. <laughs> and and secondly, I've done, I've never heard of them before, man. But yeah, Morrison's anyway took took them over um, when they went to administration in May. Okay. Um, but yeah, but Morrison's saying that it's got plans to close uh, 132 of those stores. I didn't even know there's 132 of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they, they ain't making no money. <laughs> you guys, you guys are <laughs> negative in this room today. <laughs> and that's going to put 1,300 people's jobs at risk. That's sad. Yeah, man. But Morrison's have come out and said, obviously, you don't know if it's true, but they have come out and said, you look, we're going to find places for these people in Morrison's. I mean, Chris, are you kissing your teeth for everything? Mark, are you okay? <laughs> They're just lying. They ain't finding no places for these people. I mean, Christmas is coming up because you know they love to do a Christmas temp rolls and stuff. Mm. But with the cost of living, I don't think a lot, a lot of people are going to be in Morrison's often. Right. Well, yeah, man. So, yeah, Morrison's basically saying they're planning to convert all those McCall stores into Morrison's Daily Shops. So, yeah. Morrison's Daily, that's what the uh, Tesco like Express, Express type yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. I've never seen one. Well, well, do those exist right now? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes in petrol stations as well. I've never seen one before. Never. Yeah. Y'all are not well-travelled. <laughs> Never. Yeah, it's it's um you know how you have like petrol stations. Mm. Yeah, yeah, some of them are Morris like as in the shop is a Morrison's um what's it called? Daily. I might have seen yeah. that in a petrol station, but not in isolation by itself. Mm. Okay. Yeah, like a Tesco Express or yeah. what's Sainsbury's yeah. called? Um Sainsbury Local. 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 There you go. But I don't know how, if they're if I don't know how much money they're gonna make doing them little pop up shops. Because mm. Morrison's expensive. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it? Well, it's not, ain't it middle of the road, like ain't it? Hey, Morrison's no, with Asda. You, you think that? that? Do you shop in Morrison's? No. I haven't shopped there for a while. <laughs> I but do sometimes. That's why I'm, that, that's, that's why I'm like, it's <laughs> expensive. Yeah. Cheaper than Sainsbury's. Uh, Brent, don't get involved with my business. <laughs> 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 I said, no, I don't shop there, man. So, <laughs> 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 like, what's the um, rankings from most expensive to least expensive? Wait, Rose. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, what, what about MS? Is MS above? Oh, MS, MS sorry. MS, Waitrose. MS, Waitrose. Tesco's? Sainsbury's. Oh, no, no, Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's. I would say, I would actually say Morrison's, you know. I think Morrison's and Tesco are neck, neck and you know how Maybe Tesco actually. moving. Oh. Morrison's is expensive. I think, I, I think Asda's has gone up in price though, man. Asda's definitely gone up in price. Recently. Recently. Yeah. Recently, yeah, Even yeah. Lidl and them, they, everyone's acting out, showing yeah. their asses. Lidl's got mm. good stuff though. Yeah. Yeah, Lidl's but got they... Good bits. They got some good vegan stuff as well, man. Yeah. They got cornflakes. You don't care, bro. Did you just say cornflakes? Huh? I thought you said cornflakes. I was thinking... No, I said I said Lidl's got good stuff. Lidl's got some good stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you, I thought you were saying the whole shop is good based off the one what, box what, of cereal. As in their, their own brand conflict. <laughs> I know. He I didn't know. say that, but I thought that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I didn't. Um, I don't know, but that's I like is that. expensive. So I think Lidl was something the bottom. Man's just been labeled the cornflakes eater, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I think um, Lidl is definitely the bottom. And then Audi. I might have to start getting to them something. Audi and... Uh... Yeah, Lidl's is blower than Audi. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Are you sure? Audi's, Audi. ex- Audi's expensive. Expensive? Okay. Well. I thought Do you I shop in Audi? Okay. Yeah. I thought Audi was... So Did you much. shop in Lidl? No. So you got nothing to compare to? So no, what are you guys no, no, talking I, about? I go to Lidl like every now and again. That's why I don't yeah, shop Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I do my research. What about Iceland? Ooh. Iceland don't have like they're um, more like a frozen shop. It's yeah. not. It's not massive. Yeah. It's not a big, big, yeah, it's big not store. Like a, it's not like a. Mm. They don't have everything yeah. that you yeah. need for a yeah. good, good shop. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They're other ways they don't come. Yeah. Well. Anyway. So Morrison's basically, like I said, take, um, taking over what they've taken over. Um, there's currently a thousand one hundred sixty-four McCall's 
McCall's stores trading. Okay. Again, they must be all up north or something, right? But 286 of those are going to operate under the whole Morrison's Daily brand. Um, yeah, so Morrison's has said that all of the stores set to close are loss-making and they had no realistic prospect of recovering soon, man. So they said it in the same way I said it, pretty much. That they, you know, they're, they're crap. Boy. So yeah, but hopefully um, they, they can find, um, I guess, other positions for these other people, innit? Mm. Because that's a lot of people um, losing out on the job, especially at this time of year. Mm. Um, next thing is about BP. And yeah, man, they, they made a huge amount of profit. Of course they bloody did. The pressure was bloody <laughs> expensive. They made a loss. I would, boy, hell, yeah. must be freezing over. Yeah, yeah they made a so loss. So high, it's petrol, isn't it? It's just yeah. so high. They just won't come it's down for love nor money. Yeah. yeah When's it going to come down, you man, man? What's going on? Boy, I don't know. It's gone back up, man. So I don't yeah, it's gone back sure. up. Yeah. Diesel, I saw diesel at like, what, 189 somewhere? Yeah, so I haven't sold 191 somewhere. Look at that. Hey, diesel. Yeah, you must throw your car away. This point, I think it's just long-term park-up, man. Just, mm. just get rid of it, man. This is crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But yeah, man. But uh, BP made um, $8.2 billion between July and September. You know, if you go... You know, if you can't pay for your petrol, it's not a criminal offence. They, oh, they can't call the police. What do you mean you can't pay for petrol? As in, you just pump, it, pump, pump and, and drive off? Pump and go. I think... But you have to. Pr- I'm not sure if you have to make. You can't pay it. I'm not sure you have to make them aware of it. But if you go in there and tell them you can't pay for it mm. or you're not paying for it or whatever, like they just they'll just have to just ban you from the police station or something. Like they can't. I don't mm. think they can come and call the police and. and oh, I don't know the ins and outs behind I that. Can't like hell, I can't let the hell of petrol stations. I'm a. <laughs> 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 let you guys Please don't listen to the advice that Mark's is trying to <laughs> In what, what that do. In what do you think I would do that? I never told, that wasn't advice. Those are only stations where you pump first and pay later. Though. A lot of stations you have to pay first. You've got to put your card in first before you pump. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You'll get arrested. Wow. you be undone at it. Do you know what's <laughs> so funny? Mark's would tell them this year. Obviously, he didn't encourage them to do it, but he would say this. And then someone get arrested and then he'll be on dinner here saying that you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like, but like I said, he didn't, he didn't say his advice. Yeah, it's not, it's not advice. He told you information. But yeah, but like I was saying, they made 8.2 billion between the months of July and September, three months, you know, which is more than double its profits. In three months? Yeah. July, August, September. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and that's more than double it made um, the sa- for the same period last year. So yeah, man, o- obviously that was because of the higher oil and gas prices and all that type of stuff, right? But because of that, um, BPI expected to pay 800 million in UK windfall taxes. They'll be all right. They can afford that. When you got eight point two billion and mm. you're paying eight hundred million, yeah, that is just coins. that's on, on top of the tax they pay. So they they pay tax normally. They'll be alright. And then yeah, they probably will be. Yeah, but, probably um, they definitely are. Yeah, yeah, of course they will. Because yeah, they are extorting yeah. people out here. That's extortion. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Rishi Sunak obviously has implemented that. As we knew before, remember, um, Mr. Quarting and Liz Truss were not for doing the whole windfall tax, innit? it? That eight hundred million would have been kept in their pockets pretty much. Obviously, Rishi Sunak has said this is going to go towards helping with the cost of living and stuff like that for this year and next year. Oh, so thank we'll you, BP. S- yeah, we'll, we'll see, innit? And the last thing I want to talk about is basically... Uh, <laughs> what happened? Someone <laughs> said, I watched the police track down a man who never paid for his petrol on TV. <laughs> no, but he must have like, been serial offend- he must- <laughs> serial offender. He must have been a serial offender. Because <laughs> someone else just said that um, he filled up his tank and he told him that he couldn't pay for it and they just let him drive off. 
Mm. Yeah, but you filled it up first though, so you knew you were coming to do this. It wasn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't like your car declined. I mean, they don't know yeah. that. When you say let him drive off, what were they supposed to do? Of course they know that, because he huh? got to pay. I you don't think they have to leave your license or something. Off. What were yeah. they supposed to do? Well, if, if, it was a, if it was behind a, them kiosks, isn't it? If it was a criminal offence like that, they would call the police. They wouldn't let you drive off. If they could make you stay and pay, that's what I'm they, sure they, they called the police. I'm certain they gave the police the, uh, the CCTV footage. Of yeah, that you can't just drive off. It's impossible. But why? Because everyone, everyone would do <laughs> that. They would all be willing. Because that's called theft. We're gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do my googles, and I'm not gonna do it during the show. But I'm telling you now, I don't. I want to say I heard from a good source as well that they can't. It's not like a criminal offence. Yeah. Unless the source is the one but who why did it. Because it's petrol. I'm not sure. That's oh. why I need to stop talking. Let me go and research. Just <laughs> <laughs> make sure. I don't know. Kevin Thompson, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you tell me your source is Kevin Thompson, no, it's not. not but I know Kevin knows. I know Kevin knows. Pop up, man. Uh, tell them, man. <laughs> I know he knows. All right. So la- <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about is look at um, that. Someone yeah. said he, he forgot his card yet. He had to go back and pay. They marked his card. But to be fair, you told me you forgot your card though. If you tell you have no card. Yeah. That happened to me as well. I said I they know. will mark your car. They will. Let, they will mark your car. Mm. They will let it be known and very. very they might like I'm saying. If you, but I don't think they can call police for you. Mm. Just don't do it at your local, will it? Do it at <laughs> one off the end place. Like, one yeah, time like only. in Bradford, yeah. somewhere, yeah. somewhere you go and visit. In yeah, a go for that. Empty your your Monzo. Go to tap it. I'm like, oh shit, the client. Oh no, I ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the, the last thing uh, I want to talk about is um, the Rwanda's president, Paul Kagami. Kagami who I've mentioned before on the, on the show I've got a lot of uh, love and respect for, he's come out to basically say the process towards a single currency for the countries that formed the East African community, EAC, mm-hmm. is years behind schedule. So at least they've got the plan, right? But he's basically saying, look, it's not going to happen as soon as we would like. Um, he's basically saying that it's currently underfunded and that's delaying the implementation of certain projects and programs and things of that nature. But he, d- he did say, despite the delay the East African Monetary Institutes was necessary for achieving the monetary union. And he's basically saying that needs to be in place. And personally, just the fact that they're trying um, to kind of have that single currency for, for you know, the East African community is, again, it just speaks to um, setting an example for something that could happen, you know, for Africa pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we all know about Gaddafi trying to do the same thing years back and, you know, not too long after. They killed a man, but hopefully um, the East Africans can can get this sorted and set the blueprint for something that I think Africa needs mm. ASAP. Um, but yeah, man, um, they've said that uh, the single currency could be in could co- could yeah could could come to fruition in two thousand twenty four. So it's not too far away from you know um, away from the current day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, hopefully. I have some good news about that, man. Yeah. Soon. But yeah, that's the end of the people's journey. All right. Well, Wellness Wednesday. Let's go. All right. Wellness Wednesday. Um, you know what? People in the chat, if you guys know. <laughs> I knew it. I was just waiting for it. So. It's fun music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you guys in the chat know who said these uh, quotes... You know what I mean? Just say who it is, isn't it? So yes, the first one. Like an unchecked cancer, hate corrodes the personality and eats away its vital unity. Well, I think it's a bit too large, you know? 
No, you should do. You should sing it. Alright, please do. Alright, so the first quote is like an unchecked cancer, hate corrodes the personality and eats away its vital unity. Hate destroys a man's sense of values and his objectivity. It causes him to describe the beautiful as ugly and the ugly as beautiful and to confuse the true with the false and the false with the true. I'm going to say it one more time. Like an unchecked cancer, hate corrodes the personality and eats away its vital unity. Hate destroys a man's sense of values and his objectivity. It causes him to describe the beautiful as ugly and the ugly as beautiful and to confuse the true with the false and the false with the true. Second quote. I began the revolution with 82 men. If I had to do it again, I would do it with 10 or 15 and absolute faith. It does not matter how small you are if you have faith and a plan of action. Say again, I began the revolution with 82 men. If I had to do it again, I would do it with 10 or 15 and absolute faith. It does not matter how small you are if you have faith and a plan of action. And the last quote is, live your life not celebrating victories, but overcoming defeats. Live your life not celebrating victories, but overcoming defeats. And that's it for Wellness Wednesday, man. That is that on that. Let's get into our final headlines for today. So it's emerged that NHS bosses advertise hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of diversity roles in just one month. The 16 vacancies for diversity, equality, inclusion and well-being officers were put online by Trust in England and Wales in October. The roles have a combined annual salary of more than £700,000, which could, in effect, pay for six GPs, nine nurses or 20 paramedics. As a result, campaign groups have hit out at the health service for forking out ads for more diversity demagogues. They said with the NHS backlog spiralling to £7 million, there's no excuse for resources to be wasted. It comes amid the new never-ending NHS crisis, which has seen ambulance, emergency department and cancer performances plummet to record lows in recent months. Health chiefs have warned the situation will, even get, will get even worse due to a £21 billion black hole in their funding, which may see some services cut. The ex-health secretary, Sajid Javid, vowed to stamp out waste or walkery in the health service. But Steve Barkley, who now holds the role after being appointed by the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, is yet to set out his position. An NHS spokesperson said that the NHS in England employs more than 1.4 million staff across more than 800 hospitals. And while it is up there, and while it is up to the individual trusts to decide how best they support their own staff, NHS England is reducing its workforce by up to 40%. The NHS remains one of the most efficient health services in the world, spending a far lower proportion on administration costs than comparable countries to ensure we deliver maximum benefit for patients for every pound of taxpayer funding. So essentially people are just complaining that the NHS want to employ people for certain roles to deal with the lack of diversity, equality, inclusion and well-being. They're they complaining that that's the complaining. case. Mm. What other countries got a free health service? Uh, I don't know. You know, I think Sweden, does France? I'm not too sure. There's a few. Not many. I think Brent's checking. But bear them are like, like socialist type countries. Oh. Yeah. I think, I think Sweden does. Australia, Austria, <coughs> Bahrain, Belgium, Brunei, Canada, Cyprus, 
Denmark. <coughs> um, who else? Uh, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Hong Kong, Iceland, Ireland, obviously. Israel, Italy, Japan, Kuwait, Luxembourg, Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Portugal, Singapore, Slovenia, South Korea. Can I start? Oh, baby. Sorry, cool <laughs> South yeah, Korea. Say, so everywhere Sweden, besides America. Switzerland, United <laughs> um, um, Arab Emirates, and United Kingdom. So, bear countries then. Why yeah. do they make out like the NHS is so like... Unique, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think we always compare ourselves to America. That's America, why. Because yeah, yeah. we're, we're big on... We're main characters. Mm. They need to go and follow some of their blueprints because I don't hear these countries moaning about their <laughs> NHS. They're just getting on, getting on with it. Mm-hmm. Can let us know you, one of the one of the ones you're going to is on the list. Let us know what the vibe is like when you get there. Hopefully, I won't need. The, hopefully, I won't need the health yeah. service. That meant that I talk to people. <laughs> 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 you can't need the health. God forbid you need the health service. <laughs> All right. So our next headline um, is Nigerian authorities say that the country is at high risk of importation of the Ebola virus following the outbreak of the disease in Uganda. <laughs> the way Esther's looking. <laughs> so the West African country does not share a common border with Uganda, obviously. However, the Nigerian Center for Disease Control, NCDC, says the high level of risk to the country is due to the large volume of air travel between Nigeria and Uganda and the mixing of passengers, especially at the regional travel hubs of Nairobi, Addis Ababa and Kigali airports. The health authorities say that they are on alert with a number of measures put in place to prevent and mitigate the impact of a potential Ebola outbreak in Nigeria. These measures include increased surveillance and screening of passengers at airports. Nigeria has also issued a travel advisory telling its citizens and residents that they should avoid all but essential travel to Uganda for now until public health authorities have determined the outbreak to be contained in the East African country. But when travel to Uganda is unavoidable, Travelers should avoid contact with obviously sick persons or suspected cases of e- Ebola. The NCDC says passengers coming from or passing through Uganda are being followed up to 21 days from the day they arrive in Nigeria. I don't know who's following these people, but <laughs> they're just lying to us. But <laughs> response teams are also on standby for deployment in case of an outbreak. <laughs> Uganda has recorded more than 100 cases and 30 deaths since the outbreak began in September. And there have been fears the virus might spread to other countries. I find it funny when um, there's some kind of disease going around and then the government says, avoid contact. Like, do you really think I'm going to know someone has Ebola and go and lips them? Like, <laughs> these people, man. <laughs> but do you know what? They have to look like they're doing something to you. Yeah. Like, thank you, yeah. Nigerian government. Thank you. There we go, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah, man. Hands. Let's get into our sports headlines, get into the reaction. Okay. Their sports every day, baby girl. That, that, <laughs> I'm amazed because I'm amazed, and it's different things every time. Like, wow, what a yeah. thriving yeah. industry! Should wait. We're going to introduce the football league soon. Then, then you'll know. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't know. <laughs> anyway, last night was um, Champions League. Is that the final round of games? Yeah, I believe so. Mm. First final round, first final round of games. There's, there's game, there's game tonight as well. So tomorrow. I was about to say, th- why are you still calling it a final if it's a first final? Is it a final final? No final round. It's a final round of games. It's broken over two days. So Tuesdays and Wednesday they do Champions League. Oh, okay. And then Thursdays Europa League. Okay. So yeah. Let's okay. go. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Cool. Let's get into these results. Bayern Leverkusen and and Club Brugge drew drew nil nil. FC Porto beat Atletico Madrid two one at home. 
Bayern Munich beat Inter Milan 2-0 at home. Oh, Barcelona beat Victoria Peasant, whatever it's called, 4-2. Liverpool, with a big victory, they beat um, Napoli 2-0 at home. I think that's Napoli's first defeat of the season yeah, in Europe so. or in the league. They've been they've been doing well, scoring a lot of goals. Yeah. They're probably the informed team in, in, in Europe at the moment. Yeah. Slamming a lot of goals. They scored like 50 goals in in. In like the first 12 yeah. games, something stupid like oh, this. It's won a lot of goals. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, that was a big result for Liverpool. Spurs just nicked it at the end, beat Marseille 2-1. Mm. I think they came back from 1-0 down as well, innit? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, What game was I actually watching? I was watching Liverpool-Napoli, but yeah, I missed all these things. Rangers. Rangers lost 3-1 at home to Ajax and rounding it up, Sporting Lisbon lost 2-1 to Eintracht Frankfurt. Mm. Any results there that stand out to you guys? Anything you don't care about? Oh, uh, I'm more interested in uh, what's happening tonight. Obviously, Arsenal are playing, um, and then I want to see who falls back and who falls into the um, sorry, who qualifies and who falls into the Europa from Champions League. Who playing today? Sutton, um, Sutton, Sutton team. Why are you playing Thursday? Yeah, you're playing Thursday because your game's Sunday. Yeah. Oh yeah, playing Thursday. Sorry, I thought playing tonight. Sorry. Getting ahead of yourself. You don't think you qualified already. My bad, my bad, my bad. I, don't know, I was looking at you thinking, really? Um, you Wednesday? <laughs> uh, these games. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I was hoping Spurs won. Because I, I, I didn't want Spurs in the in the Europa. Europa. Um, oh yeah, this is Champions League we took by, isn't it? Sorry. In my head, the yeah, but then they will, they, they still drop down. The second if you don't if you don't if you don't win if you don't win your group, if you don't top your group in Europa, mm. the second place playoff is with the yeah. The person who drops but down I'm, from the Champions on. League. Let me check where Spurs are in their group. I saw Spurs top of the group now. Let me check. Let me check. They would have. Who did they lose to? Sporting last week. Mm. Basically, what I'm saying is I don't want good teams to fall down into Europa League, innit? Basically. Well, it's happened already. Barcelona are down there, surely. Um, yeah. Juventus are yeah. down there. After Barca, Madrid are down there. Barca have accepted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham are top of their, their group. Okay, Hold on, so what? From Champions League, right? Is it the f- the third place team that drops down, right? I believe it's the third place team, yeah. So it can't be the second place. It's got got, the- yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously. You've got Ajax, Leverkusen, Barca, Sporting Lisbon, RB Salzburg, Shakhtar, Sevilla, Juve. Yeah, some good teams still. Is it? Yeah, these are all third place teams. God oh. damn. Obviously, there's, there's another round of games tonight, so that could change. Mm. Are, you but- are you not topping your group? Um, if we win tonight, we are. Let me let me double check. I think we, we are. Top, yeah. We are. We are top. Are you definitely? Is, is it officially your top already, or can no. you can you mess it up? We know. We still need one point. Yeah. So what? If 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 we, if, could, we cannot if, qualify. If, if PSV win and and we win, then who's top? We us. Let me check. Probably. What if you lose? And I think if we lose and the other team wins, then we'll be out. So if you got a draw, you could finish second or something. So or Ars- if, so Arsenal have, have twelve points. PSV have ten points. Mm. So even if we win and they win, we're we're still top. But if we lose and they win, then they're top. And What's the goal win. difference like? Because if you draw and they win, goal difference is same three. So no, sorry, 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 I was reading the wrong thing. I was reading goals against. Uh, we have four. They have, they have ten. But if we lose, God forbid, yeah, and PSV win, mm. we, we wouldn't still qualify, would we? No, we'll, we'll qualify because the, the other two teams are are on four points and yeah, you qualify three second. Points. Then you have to play one of the one of the drop down teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the so basically, yeah, to qualify yeah, for the next yeah. round. Okay. So finishing first means you avoid another round of games. Okay. okay. Uh, before the last sixteen, you just go straight to the last sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
News that should get that done. Speaking of um, Arsenal, we can um, continue on this. How do you not feel about this? Because Barcelona are looking to take Arsenal. Get your dirty mitts <laughs> off our manager. All right? The guy's only just started yeah, to get good. Not go anywhere. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not scared, but still, you know, you never know. Barca's the big team. He's Spanish. No. You might be tempted. You might be tempted. No, nah, he'd be stupid. I don't think he's stupid. I don't think he's going to go mm. yet. Why would he be stupid to take a Barcelona job? Because he can see what he's building here at Arsenal. That's legacy. Him going to Barcelona doesn't make no sense. There's, there's a lot give of legacy. Give me a reason as to how he's no, no, him going Barcelona. Barcelona not even doing this to you. No, no, I'll do it. Don't worry. Him going Barcelona right now makes no sense at all. You honestly believe, yeah? All right, because I don't want to say they're similar jobs yet, but both teams have had a fall from grace yeah. in, in recent history. Yeah? Yeah. So there's a journey to be to be taken mm. for both teams. There's a lot to be said for both teams about the history of, of both clubs. Obviously, clearly Barcelona's bigger yeah. just in the history of the world, right. the history of Europe. All I'm right. just saying. So you, and man said what he's got over there is legacy. I'm not saying he should take he's it on. building but legacy. Yeah, he's forget. Good. He's an ex-Arsenal player as well, isn't he? What I'm saying is, yeah, if... Like in both worlds, if if it's you think he's got more chance of building a bigger legacy with Arsenal than with Barcelona, yeah, yeah, of course, because he's, he's an ex Arsenal yeah, why player. Why explain that to me, Brent? Um, initially, you guys were telling him that he was bollocks. He shouldn't be at Arsenal, right? He's managed Arsenal, to change anywhere. people's perception of what? It wasn't just Arsenal. It was anywhere. It was his first job. Doesn't matter. Okay, go on. Point still stands. Okay, thank you very much. And now he well, is right, being then. lauded all over the gaff. Mm. All over the gaff, even much for him to be um, headhunted. To, who's at Barcelona right now? Xavi? Xavi. Yeah, yeah, which is nobody, right? Yeah. But then it's not nobody. Xavi's a legend over there. Yeah, but yeah. he's not. All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. So if that is the case and you are actually making a case for him, right? I he's, he's done very well. I and forgot that Xavi was a manager. Yeah. I'm not saying that you're making a good case. It's bollocks. I'm not making a case for him. I don't care if he says or goes. I'm just saying. You're, you're no, it's, like, it's Arsenal's nonsense. the bigger job. You're, you're asking me how it makes sense for him to stay at Arsenal when it is Barcelona's calling. Yeah. Who is going to Barcelona right now? They're still getting some of the best players in the world. Mm. Because the money that they threw in, Lone the past legacy that they've Lone had. Lewandowski's there. They've got Gabby. They've got Pedri. It's just retirement. Still Good money it. retirement. No, no, he's, 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 he's top goal scorer in the league, I think. Based on all the variables, right, I don't see Barca being a bigger job for Arteta right now. Mm. Arsenal's a big job for Arteta right now, trust me. Mm. It's a big job for him. Hmm. Big job for him. Please, I don't I don't understand what you've, you've done. You've just wasted two minutes. I'm for just, no reason. No reason. Because no, you wouldn't go on filthy and, and make that same claim because it makes no sense. That what? That, that Barca's a it's bigger a job? Draw. yeah. Okay, I'm pissed we we filmed this we this week already. Of course, I bloody would. No, I haven't, but I would have if if if, if this story dropped. Uh, Barca is a bigger club than Arsenal. Okay. Okay, you talking about like in Spain? Was, I mean, history-wise. Yeah. So obviously, so if and and uh, both of them ain't at their levels that they was, isn't it? Like mm. I said, so there's a journey for both of them. His career would be more distinguished if he brought Barcelona back than Arsenal. No, it would not. Because Arsenal I take have that. gone... F- I take would that. you? Why? Yeah, yeah, I take that. Why? Because Barcelona is and was Barcelona. No, but here, if no, but here, if he no, manages... No, but here's his statement, though. Yeah, to, to bring them Barca back. To back. To them but back. who's gone further back? Barcelona or Arsenal? So, for example, if Arteta wins... Wait, hear me out. Barcelona. I, hear me out. If Arteta wins the league at Arsenal, Ouch. you know what that means? Win the league at, to win the league with Barca, I don't think that's a massive, massive, massive achievement. 
If Arsenal Football Club win the league again, no, don't he didn't lie. Say win the league. He said bring them back. Yeah, to what? To the heydays. Exactly. Which we, they were collapsing everybody. And what's, what's our heyday? Winning the league, right? I remember no, right now, that, yeah, if, if he brings back Barcelona into the heydays, they're collapsing. Nah. They're collapsing. Brent, Man City, Brent, hear me out. Brent, wait, wait, wait. Hear me out. Hear me out. I get what you're saying, but you're missing what he's How saying. How many years ago him, was... bringing, him bringing Barcelona back to their heydays is La Liga's Champions League. That's a crazy emotion. Bringing Arsenal back Brent, to their heydays is just League FA Cup. How many, yeah, precisely. How many years ago was Barcelona's heyday? As in... Four? As in three, the, four? A, a cool. Exactly. So when was Arsenal's heyday? Oh. How long ago was Arsenal's heyday? Yeah, but that's just... 20... It's just too many. So? Barcelona's all across the gaff. Who cares, man? The Prem, the Prem, what are you talking about? I wish I asked this question, yes. I wish I asked this question, So I do believe that he would get more plaudits if it is he, would, he was able to bring Barcelona back to and, the And no one cares about Copa del Rey and them trophies there, bruv. Listen, if Arteta manages to win the league at Arsenal, mm. come on, we ain't won the league since when? 2000 and what? You're still focusing it's on a, one league. You're an Arsenal fan. Why do you care about La Liga and shit, bro? No, this I'm, is... I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> asking the question. He asked me. I'm just focusing the question he asked me. So, okay, the question is: Is bringing Barcelona back yeah. a bigger plaudit than bringing Arsenal back? For the worldview, yes, one hundred percent. For me, no, because I don't support Barcelona. I think, I think, one bringing us back to our heyday doesn't mean just winning the league. I think that means even tr even maybe trying to win the Champions League and being in the Champions League, right? I think even, I even agree. for yeah. me, for me personally, winning the league with Arsenal, just that one trophy, is a bigger coup <laughs> to me than him going to Barcelona and winning the league. You have a bias. It's not no, just a bias. I, I it's just that like Arsenal haven't yeah. won the league since 2000 and what? Exactly. Our heyday is so... It's like, how many years ago was our heyday? Like 20 years ago or something? No. Barcelona... They ain't been shit for that long. Come on, man. Messi just left two seasons ago. But I hear what you're saying. They ain't been. They ain't been that. They ain't been. They ain't been down bad that long for it to be like two different points. It's panic amongst the ranks. It's not panic amongst. I'll tell you, not getting nowhere anyway. So yeah, well, I don't think he's going anywhere because they're saying. So you did all of that over hypothetical. That's not. It's a rumor, isn't it? No, because if they um got rid of Xavi, I think they got to pay him like twenty million and stuff like that. Oh, serious. And plus, what is is Abbas saying that they think they think Xavi don't know for the job? Xavi's one point behind. Xavi's one point behind Real Madrid, but what it will do is probably ramp up the pressure for him to get more results because obviously they've signaled out a replacement, which is until Arteta comes out and shoots it down, which anyway you would probably expect him to do. I don't know, you know. Yeah, what you what, what, what you would expect him to yeah. do. If, if he, even if he does do it, you got to take that with a pinch of salt because it's just a game in it. But I'm saying, yeah, just, a, just 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 keep eyes on that development, man. But the the silver lining is, Man United fans, all football fans, they were giving Arteta stick before, right? Saying he's yeah. not good for a job. Now, you, now fans. you seem to be like, yeah. Arteta could be good for Barca. That's showing that in your eyes, Arteta is he's, he's moved up the ranks for you. I never said it would be good for Barca. I said Barca are interested in him. Yeah, but I don't know yeah, but you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't once shown any type of resistance. Just be like oh, Arteta, Barca. Yeah, you know what I mean, he ain't shown you. It's it's all been pleasantries from you. Barca are trash at the minute. That's their level. That's that's, that's <laughs> in keeping with what they need. They ain't trash, trash. I mean, they ain't trash. Come on, they ain't trash. No, trash. they will lick up Man United. That's why he doesn't. Well, we don't know. And and <laughs> and hold on, hold on, I'll be forgetting. I'll be forgetting their Champions League group. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't easy, you know. It was. In, uh, it was Inter and Bayern. Mm. It wasn't like they were in a group with Frankfurt and them, man. They were in a hard. They, 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 they had the they, hardest group. They, they should have came. Even I think Barcelona have a good they, team. They, they, they should. They should. No, they Barcelona do have. They, they should have came. They should have came. They should have came through that group. Yeah. They're not betting in just yet. Yeah, they have a great team. I've seen their their attacking force. It's crazy. 
Well, yes. And then um, let's move on anyway. Thank you. <laughs> don't like to rattle in our resident gunners. Right. You know, we didn't do that on purpose. You love it. Look at the smile on your face. <laughs> Ridiculous. Brent, don't don't let him divide us, man. Come on, man. You can't divide. These are stronger now than ever. Same you have them. a lot of to support Arsenal. You definitely have a lot of heart. I don't think you can be divided. If you guys have not been divided from supporting the team itself. No, there's been division within the ranks of Arsenal fans before. Really? Yeah, like Arsenal bring it in, Arsenal bring it out. There was that whole thing. That was a horrible time, man. Yeah. It was even just the other day with Arteta in, Arteta out. I don't take I don't take Arteta out seriously. Yeah, same. Yeah. I don't take it seriously. Okay, and our final sports headline is about the Nigerian boss. Your people. Don't do that. You know, I thought you might do that, and I thought, no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't do that, but he did. Yeah, basically... Is it Jose Pacerio? Pacerio? Yeah. Do you know Pacerio? Do you know First of all, did you think... Well, because my cousin. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually my uncle. <laughs> well, Jose Pacerio, the coach of the Nigeria national football team, has not received a <laughs> single paycheck from his employers six months after being appointed to lead the Super Eagles. Yeah, why, why, why did you do this to us? Why would you Why would you embarrass us on a public platform like this? <laughs> This should have been an in-house. My man's 62 as well, so he, 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 <laughs> he needs that. He needs his breath. Yeah, he oh, took charge man. of the team in May. Um, he hasn't yet made an official complaint to the Nigeria Football Federation, the NFF, about the non-payment of his salary. So I don't know what that's about. He but, doesn't um, need it bad enough. Hmm? He, has, he doesn't need it bad enough in. Mm. Yeah, I guess he don't. Um, yeah, don't need to go into some details. You <laughs> just give the man his money, man. Yeah, exactly. Give the man his money. Let me see if there's any information that you actually need here. <laughs> Let's see, a prominent NFF official told BBC Sport Africa on Tuesday, we've heard from Mr. Pacerio's representatives that he only received his allowances and bonuses, which is very disturbing. His salary is being paid by the sports ministry, but we've quickly made an alternative arrangement in conjunction with the ministry to sort the salary payments this week. Yeah, but they're, they're forwarding it, they're sorting it out. But yeah, shock, Nigerians don't want to pay. <laughs> Yeah, I hate when this stories. I hate when stories. <laughs> stories feed into the. Imagine to, to surprise, the surprise. I mean, but, ah, typical. Who I mean, would have thought? Yeah, like expected. Who would have been like, wow? Yeah. <laughs> Did that one come in? Do better, man. Do better. Damn. But your people, man. I don't know if mm. the taxes are what, man. But come on, man. Yeah, because the president's over here doing medical bills. That's where the money is. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, they said they're sorting it out. They said they're getting to the bottom of it. So yeah, that's the end mm. of our sports headlines, man. We can get into um, Dana here. Let's do it. Who is today's victims of Dana here? Today's Dana here. Well, what this fellow, this fellow, um, fell on my desk this morning when I was looking at it, and I want to say I wasn't the least bit surprised. <laughs> is it Nigerians I... again? <laughs> <laughs> There's trauma over there, isn't it? No. <laughs> no, it's not Nigerians. Okay. It's Dutty Babylon. Mm. It's the police. The police. These people are worse than we thought. You get me? Police vetting failures have allowed predatory officers to join the force. This is real findings from what they from what they've from what they've done here. Where they've gone like the vetting process to be police here is actually terrible. Like, and <laughs> no, honestly, like, and they don't care. Like, these are quotes that's coming out for people. Look, there's a prevalent culture of thousands of officers, you get me, who are predatory towards women. 
And they just join the ranks and they're there. They've been doing all kinds of stuff. There's officers here that go around staging unwarranted stops on women yeah, in an abuse of power. And guess what they call it? Booty patrols. Sorry, one more time. Hmm? One more time. What, what do you call it? Booty patrols. So I think I think it's where they where they drive around mm. and they just look for gal with back. Got a nice booty. Mm-hmm. And like, oh no, trouble in there. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that one. This is what they're doing. There's large girl harassment. This is this is this is, this is serious stuff. I couldn't believe it. Like um, like I couldn't believe it. Um, some of these officers yeah have been hired yeah. Some you want to check some of these previous offences. Mm. Robbery, indecent exposure, wow, possession of controlled drugs, drinking and driving. We know how much we hate that right here. Domestic abuse, all these kinds of things. These are police officers. These are police yeah, officers. That's yeah, and it's rife. And they're saying there's thousands and thousands and thousands of them in these streets now. They've even done some research here where they're talking to women officers and women involved in, in the roles, and they're saying in nearly 100% of the cases that they spoke to, they said that there was like um, just cases of uh, misogyny, mm, sexism, sad, predatory yeah. behaviour towards women, like the staff members, the public, or some of them even leading to like sexual abuse and all that. Like, mm. there's, it's, so there's it's, no HR? No, it's, 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 it's terrible in there. It's, 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 and I'm not shocked because these dirty police people, you know what it is, yeah? That's why they're walking around like this and this is why, you, why would you expect anything of, of, of mm. these people? Yeah, mm. when they're just when they're just fucking crosses and nasty pieces of work to their own. But obviously, they're only we're only human in it, and it's men it's men doing the job essentially and all that. Yeah, so I would think you would have things in place to make sure that you are vetting these guys properly. You know what I'm trying to say, like, because mm. obviously, like, we're all gonna fall short in certain times and stuff like that, like human error, all these things. But if these people have got like a history, mm. like. Racism, misogyny, sexism, all these things, criminal history, a criminal background, links to criminal enterprises, all of these things. Why on earth would you make them police officers? Yeah. Do you know what's funny about indecent exposure? You're you can you're meant to be on a sex register for that. Mm. Yeah, indecent exposure that's essentially like you just took your dick out and flashed it yeah. somewhere. Yeah. If you are flashing your dick at people, I don't think you should be a police officer. Of course not. I'm sorry. You're sick. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. And I tend to do it around school as well, because I went to only girls' school and my school was like around woods. And randomly, there'll be like a random man in the woods and they just, yeah. So that could potentially be the police officer. Yeah. yeah. Dealing with your traffic offenders. Yeah. A little offender bender and that. It's mad. It's ridiculous, man. They got to be better. But I'm glad that they put these lot on blast so they let people know that these people are crasses and they can't be trusted. You get me? Nasty rasses. And it's all it's always around, it's always the men that want to be abusing their power. And it's always around like, oppressing women and all these kind of things like these are dangerous men you get me and i think they were all probably like i don't like it's like cliche to say it like but it's not a joke they was all bullied in school and stuff mm. you get me they was all bullied in school like beta males not even beta i don't even know what less than that is you get me and then now as in like in adulthood they want to stand up behind the badge and use it as a position of a power and then abuse their power you know what i'm trying to say They're going for vulnerable people minorities and women and I just think I just think they're pieces of shit man I don't know what's going to be done about this I don't know if they're going to put anything in place to fix this I don't know how they rectify it because all of these predators have infiltrated the system already but I just wanted to let you sort of know who you was dealing with you know what I'm trying to say like and who's actually on the streets who's mm. who's that's been hired to protect and serve us is 
racist, misogynist, predatory men. That's who they are. That's who the police are. You see one policeman, you see them all. Judge them all by the same. Actually, I must have to say that. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> it's already out there. He's done it. No, but it's true though. It's all how... entertainment, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true though. But how do you have? How do you then have faith in anybody? Like, mm. why would if this if that's the same thousands? Why would I then meet one on Lewisham High Street and think you're gonna be the the good apple? Facts. So yeah, yeah. The shoe don't fit. Kanye West had that same type of um thinking. Yeah, but we don't talk about that man. I remember he cleared he it up, though, didn't it? <laughs> he wrote. He cleared it up. I won't talk at all. His was different. <laughs> there was no there was no findings with him. We've got receipts with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't believe the receipts of the police. Oh, what? 100%. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, no, I thought you were talking about um... No, he didn't. He didn't have any receipts. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, Max, before he carries on. <laughs> yeah, man. So, Metropolitan Police, Met Police. I don't think it's just the Met. It's, it was police. It's police all over the country. Mm. I don't know all the other services, but yeah, you are absolutely done at it, and you're a disgrace. You're a fucking disgrace. Yeah, definitely wanted to give them that one. Pieces of shit. Mm. Let's get into this outro. <laughs> Would you like to lead on that particular action, Mugs? Do you know how to find the platform? Hmm? Don't do this. <laughs> yeah. I'll share it. Cool. This goes against <laughs> me telling them to join the platform. We're not going to drive traffic there. But um, join our community. Um, it's basically like our own social media platform, basically. And you do that by searching community.thenewblack.com. Mugs is on there. So if you want to see Mugs... And you can add pictures and stuff like that. So sometimes Mark just drops a picture of him shirtless and stuff like that. So if you want to see that. Say again? It's a selfie. Exactly. If you want to see all of that great stuff, tune in. The other guys do it too. But um... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you have to pay for the content, but it's going to any fans. It's getting out of hand. Let me just do the outros we usually do. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you all the time. Thank you to our live crew as well. We appreciate it. Um, do like the video before you come out. You guys are doing a lot better with the likes. But before you literally leave this, like the video. Thank you very much. Some of you might want to get to the end of episodes. Some questions are there. I wouldn't I won't call you out. But some questions you have, we provide closure on every episode. So, yes, I will say that. Follow us on all our social media platforms as well. The day after TNB. Like, share the videos, do all that great stuff. Uh, if you want to send voice notes and text in, it's 07564. 841073. A little bird is talking about we might have a big announcement soon. Mm -hmm. Am I right? There yep, is yep, yep, something yep, in yep. the in the works, isn't there? Yes. I think people in the community should get their first peak personally. Mm. Well, what's what's the big announcement? I'm saying that young MA is pregnant, you know. There's a there's a rub on Twitter. Are you sure? No. I'm saying the rub on Twitter. I'm gonna do this. We're wrapping up the show. Listen, <laughs> if you want to inquire about the show or feature in the show. Email our team the day after at thenewblack.com. Again, join the community, community.thenewblack.com. You'll get prompted to download an app. Do so. And guys, we'll see you here tomorrow. No, I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> what, from a um, reputable source? No, there's people talking about it. What do you mean she's pregnant? Like she's pregnant, man. I'm not saying it's true. I'm saying that's the word on the road. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know what? I will look into it and I will verify this tomorrow. But to be fair, I've heard that rumor before, though, so maybe there's another. But I'll be shocked. Old rumor if that's, she that's is, I'll be very shocked. <laughs>
<laughs> Younger man's birthday, but I'll be shocked. But anyways. Congratulations. No. <laughs> 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 this is how this is. Let's cut the camera. Let's go. We're done. We're done. Cut it. Cut it.